Alice Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With chat beats playing in the background. Period. The big one double O. We in the triple digits. Not triple digits. Like what? We really did a hundred agents. But I was telling Delaney, like, I have absolutely no recognition from episode twenty to sixty. Like <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what we talked about. Yeah. The a vast majority of these episodes don't remember. But you know, a hundred is a lot, so and it's like actually more went, than that. So Oh yeah. Oh my god. Shout out to episode of Atlantis. What did we even talk <gasps> you know what's crazy <laughs> Didn't we we talked about failure on episode of Atlantis? We did the irony in it. Right. Is, annoying right it's simply annoying so but we made it i have was telling delaney like a couple days ago like i haven't done anything for a hundred weeks straight except for classic black podcast eating and breathing because you know i'm good for a viola break (laughs) one thing about me i'm taking a break (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, I wouldn't really recommend the big old brace I've been taking because <laughs> to be because I had chamber. I mean, I've been playing in chamber groups because you know orchestras are not a thing right now. Okay. And I was in rehearsal today, and it's like, where is the beat? Like, I I don't even know where it's at. Like, it's been so long since I played with people that it's mm-hmm. like I just been having a hard time. Like six eight so it's eight six notes in a measure like i'm like you know okay <laughs> eight six notes that was playing, but we move and i'll take a break again because listen end of the year refreshing i'm gonna need one i'm excited about it so period so we're taking a trip down memory lane this week it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be cute yeah, so we we came up with a couple categories, um, and we're basically gonna be we're gonna introduce all of them right now, and but and then just play them straight through. But it's basically like flashbacks, like clips of some of the best moments of classically black. But you know, it's gonna be whatever we can remember because not only like especially like jokes that have that were just like one off jokes that weren't necessarily a part of like a theme or something or like mm-hmm. a segment that we can remember. It's hard to remember where they were, what episode, and then where in the episode, because we got to go through yeah. 99 episodes. So there's a lot of stuff that that we probably forgot about and also just could not make it here because who listened to all 99 episodes over again to find? <laughs> yeah, so. we're talking about at least, like, honestly, at least 90 to 95 hours of footage. No, definitely more than that. Yeah, because we have 99 episodes and all of them were at least an hour long. Yeah, so we're talking about at least like 170 to 190 hours of footage to find a 30 second clip. Like, it's (laughs) like, it's we did the best we could. Maybe when we get to 200, we'll we'll ask y'all to tell us what you like. But I mean, we thought about that, but then it's like, we. We only remember in our own selves, so yeah. And the way our episode titles be set up, sometimes those don't help. Don't help all the time. At all, they don't help at all. Yeah. So, but we found some stuff. 
Um, so the first category we're going to be doing is some of our favorite introductions. Some things that, you know, came before the episode that were trifling. <laughs> Man, I mean, y'all, you'll, you'll hear what it is because it's literally just going to roll. But like, if you've been rocking with us for a minute, you know about Bakiana. And like, it's a backstory to Bakiana. So what, cause like, okay, so boom, there was this place in in Rochester called the White Swan. It's, it's probably still there. It's called the White Swan something, something. It's a Chinese restaurant. And Delaney and I used to like to go there. So we was going there and I was like, Delaney, I got an episode, I got an episode idea, but I'm going to tell you when we get inside because I don't know. And we were going to do like, I was like, um, okay, this is a time that everybody was remixing Tatiana. And I was like, what if we did a remix of Tatiana about something with classical music? And then I was like, and then we could just do like a trending now on the site. Because you were telling me how you had a whole bunch of new stuff that you didn't get to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we just do an all new episode. And then and then we really sat down with homework and practice to do. And wrote the lyrics. <laughs> wrote the lyrics of Bakiana. So yeah, that was fun. I had a really good time with that. Period. Yeah, we have a... I think there's only a couple of the introductions, so... Yeah, it's not many of them. But that's definitely my favorite one. And then we have some of Katie's trifling intermissions to go through. Okay. Those are, they're all fun. And they're hilarious moments. They're, they're good. Okay, you're also going to hear from some of our guests. So some of our favorite guests... Uh, moments like we we love all of our guests but mm-hmm. there are just certain moments that some of our guests are more trifling than others so yeah so the guests you're gonna hear from we have um uh, clips from jasmine richard garrett um and one from joey and i think that's gonna be the only people we'll see when yeah. i'm editing if i think mm-hmm. of anything else but i think that's gonna be the only ones and then also, you know, like, um, you know, like when classical black, we get, we get deep sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Well, probably most of the time, I don't know, but we have our tell like it is moments, times where we really just broke it down, times where we were fed up. Um, yeah. So if you don't hear some tell like it is moments. Yeah. I don't know if y'all can hear the people blasting music in my house. The door is closed. I hope y'all can hear it. There's nothing I can do about it. It's not my house. So um you want to donate to the delaney house fund go ahead look at the description it won't be I told you, today girl you can you can buy a house for sweden for like 30k oh i should just do what ti said use the stimulus check that i didn't get to um to buy property the 1200 dollars that people got months ago yeah it's about kanye, how much a, a house costs right kanye cool self said the same thing well kanye is you, you need to invest in your i'm like kanye is twelve hundred dollars the American the American government really told us be easy. Right. <laughs> Hate it here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had some of our favorite, you know, serious moments, you know, things that we that were a word. Um, and then we just have a general like stuff that didn't necessarily belong to any specific thing. Just like jokes that we remembered that were just like okay. Um, so we're gonna have like just a general funny moments. That we can believe that we can believe that we can remember um yeah and then our final little section is gonna be the black excellence there's there are, 
we try to we get to everybody like that's that's the, that's the classical black style but you were gonna take a walk down memory lane of some black x lie that was just absolutely ridiculous oh i don't even know like i feel like we really had to show our true colors with jonathan but man once once we got to joseph kanye it was like over. it was over like we just and you know started. what He's very fortunate that we can't remember every, like, we mentioned him just in random episodes. Because if I could remember every single one that we did, that would be a category of its own. But. Yeah, he's lucky about that. <laughs> he's real lucky about that. Um, but yeah. Kind of, it's, like, it's like the Rihanna of, of, of bass. I was listening to the read today and they were saying how, like, Rihanna had, is working on a documentary. But it's been for the past four years because she keeps doing things like she came up with fenty beauty had to mm. redo it she came up with savage x fenty had to redo the documentary they have like 1200 hours of footage that they go that they're going through you know, she just do a couple like a like a part two part part one like a like a trilogy or a saga or something that's what she ought to do that's what yeah so when they get to writing uh joseph connie's uh doc good luck Right. Okay, thirty thousand hours of footage. Right. So um yeah, but those are the categories. It's gonna be trifling. Um hope y'all enjoy. Yeah, thanks for rocking with us a hundred. Some of y'all been here the whole time. Some of y'all just got here. Welcome, you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Like, thanks for rocking with us. Like we really we really did this a hundred times. Well, hundred and two. But Right. Oh, but I'll also be putting the um I'll put like the episodes that these clips came from in the, in the description in case you haven't heard the episodes if you want to know the context or like we'll yeah. put some stuff that shows the context of that particular clip but like you want to know what the episode it came from it's in the description all right y'all we letting it roll hi this is delaney this is katie this is classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Yeah. Hey, sis. <laughs> Yo, we are really out here. Can you believe we got podcasts? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, Not they at really all. gave us some mics. <laughs> Who messed up? Sis? <laughs> For real. <laughs> nah, but remember, I put it in the group chat. I was like, I was a little shady. What's it called? Shady Groves? Some trifling. R- rhymes with goes. And I was like, y'all, we should do a podcast. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, let's do a right. podcast. And, <laughs> and then, like, I mean, people, like, got stuff to do. So it dwindled down. And, like, that was, like, back in March. And, like, For real. That was it's a been minute a ago. minute. <laughs> and here we are. All right. Finally. And the thing is, it started in March. But the bulk of the work was done the past month. Right. What? Like, we've been sweating. <laughs> Meanwhile, what was that? In like April or something, we all we was like, okay, we narrowed it down. Okay, we we released it in June. Da-da-da-da. Meanwhile, releasing what in June, sis? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we all in different states, right? Yo, we had no idea, no idea. But you know what? We are here, y'all. We are so excited to talk to you. Like, we are talking about being black in classical music, and our we have good stories. Our voice needs to be heard. We're trying right. to change the perception of classical music. We out here, you know what I'm saying? Well. We are out and about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, some more than others, but. Right. Dun, dun, da, dee, da, dun, dun, dee, dun, dun, dee, dun, 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 dun
Like for real, like let us know in the comments because <laughs> there can't be any plausible reason. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Delaney and it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. Well, clearly Tchaikovsky playing in the background. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, Tchaikovsky and some trap beat. <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. Yeah, I is classically black on the track. Bust down Bakiana. Bust down Bakiana. Hey. Shout out to JS Bach, JC, CPE, all of y'all. Hey, hey, let's go. Bust down Bakiana. Bust down Bakiana. I wanna see you bust down. Right a few. We know that thing slap. That thing slap. Counterpoint. Yeah, you perfected that. Perfected that. Cotta, few, prate, blue, Sarah, bomb. Bust it down on the gang. Bust down Bakiana. Bust down Bakiana. I wanna see you bust down. Right a few, we know that thing slap. We know that thing slap. Counterpoint, yeah, you perfected that. Bust it, bust down. Bust it, bust it, bust it, bust down on the game. Welcome to the show, Pacastiana. Hey. All music revealed to Rihanna. Well, nah, not no Wagner, Rihanna. And definitely not no Debussy, Rihanna. Nope. Ew. It's Katie and Delaney. Podcasting queens, we make SoundCloud go crazy. Stepped on the scene, Price. Divorce Jack, Black Girls, Classical Music, yeah, that's classically black. Your teacher told you practice, Iana. Do your Third or six, and that can share, though, Iana. Walton. Slay Mozart for that audition, Iana. Fire, fire, on that panel, Iana. Black musicians, y'all, yeah, we taking this thing taking back. This thing Less back. than 4%. Nah, we changing that. Brown faces pulling up to your orchestra. Hey. Snatch your edges for the culture, yeah, we told you. We making a difference, Iana. Black people, yeah, we play that back, Iana. So get your money and your tickets, Iana. The Met, Kodak Hall, we taking over, Iana. Hey. hey, bust down by Kiana. Bust down by Kiana. I want to see you bust down. Right a few, we know that thing slap. That thing slap. Counterpoint, yeah, you perfected that. Perfected that. Takata, Fugue, Prate, Luke, Sarah, Bomb, bust it down on the game. Bust down by Kiana. Bust down by Kiana. Hey, I want to see you bust down. Right a few, we know that thing slap. We know that thing slap. Counterpoint, yeah, you perfected that. Mm. Bust it, bust down, bust it, bust it, bust it, bust down on the game. Okay, one more. Uh, give me an unpopular opinion about a symphony. Mm. Maybe you should go first. Oh, I had one, but I don't remember it. Brahms two is trash. I mean, it's just such a, in comparison to Brahms 1 and then Brahms 3. <gasps> Brahms 3? What? And then, and then Brahms 4? And then Brahms 2? Wow. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I don't, why would, um, 
I think trash is hard because I stand for Brahms because he gave us two viola concertos. Mm, you gave us a clarinet concerto, but whatever. <laughs> you gave us really good chamber music. Symphony, symphonic writing is good, but I just, I can't get into Brahms too. Okay, so <clears throat> today, I'm sure there's going to be something. I don't know. Anyway, today we're talking about WAP. And if you don't know what, what that is, is, yeah, I was gonna say what. If you don't know what that is, it is the work put out by Cardi B and Megan The Stallion, and we're gonna talk about that. And so the intermission is gonna go into that topic a little bit. So it's gonna be like a little com- combination. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's gonna be. So this is, in general, this is a PG podcast. So I cannot tell you what WAP stands for. However, Why not? however, Google can. So if you are absolutely confused, honestly, it won't take much. Just put WAP. I don't even think I put anything else after that. And you will know why I don't want to say what it stands for. But I asked Delaney for the intermission today. Um... I, it wasn't even like a genuine, it wasn't even like a original idea because I saw it um, come up when WAP dropped, <laughs> like the next day. So I just, I wanted to know, let me pull it up in the text actually. I wanted to know who, let's just go one by one. What are you telling your mama WAP stands for? Okay, so I thought about this. And <laughs> we're going to have to do two by two because, to be honest, I would just tell her what it stood for. Yeah, I was, <laughs> like, I was thinking I was thinking that, okay, I was on a border with my mom because me and my mom have a pretty open relationship. However, my mom is also very, like, not conservative, that's a bad way to put it, but she's very... Religious. Yeah, like, but religious, but also, like, my, not like... Not like she walks around with a with a Bible, around, you know what I'm saying? But it's like that might be, you know, my mom, whatever. Like my mom is, she okay? That's rude. I was gonna say she's regular, but my mom is not like <laughs> she don't be wearing long skirts or nothing like that. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? But it would depend on the day. But I might tell you. I might could tell you know what it. I might could tell you know like it means what you know. Um, what. <laughs> Want to say it, Delaney? I was just. I was like you. I just thought you would say it, and then I'll say it, it after. It seems like you would, but I feel like you should break the ice, and then we can just go. Yeah, from I just feel like it'll be a nice intermission. Is your segment? So I don't really want to take yeah, over. Yeah, but I, but also like it's this is our show, so I want to no, make but, sure. Nah. So I want to make sure that you have room to express yourself. <laughs> you <to> the child. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, that's what I was looking for. My mom is not a prude, so I could tell I, I could tell her, and it wouldn't it wouldn't upset her. She'd be like, "Oh, why'd they write that?" And I'll be on the end of it. No, but that's why I said two for two because the next one. <laughs> oh, for real? You would tell your grandma too? Yeah, I would tell. Her. <laughs> Lol. 
<laughs> I feel like I would be, I, I wouldn't feel no type of way about saying the full what it stands for in front of my mom. I would probably try to like hint at it towards my grandma, but my grandma, my grandma was out here and, um, like my grandma is, is very much like not, I don't know, like she, that kind of stuff don't face. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did I tell you this? She, so, okay. So my grandma has a lot of pictures in her house. I stumbled across some pictures from my mom's bachelorette party. Oh yeah. yeah. You told me this. Which was at my grandma's house actually. And so, and you know, there was some pictures of them. I'm not going to say exactly what these pictures that I found were, of, but they were, you know, it was kind of like a, uh, what y'all doing? But my grandma was like, oh, you old enough to see this now. She went in her room and got out the other pictures that were not with the pictures that I saw. And she was showing me the stripper that they had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was like, you don't go to the strip club with your friends. We used to go to so-and-so up this street. And we used to go to that. And, and was telling me about, like, apparently my mom used to go with her to the strip club, too. And I was just <laughs> like, okay, like, they period. had the stripper that they got to come to her house was her was my mom's favorite one and i was just like so yeah i would tell my grandma what it means because <laughs> she sure did you old enough for this now <laughs> no nah, i'm telling gloria that it means worship and praise they done flipped it around they got tired of saying praise and worship cardi b and meg they thought it would be a good initiative to bring god back into rap music and yeah, they changed rap and praise. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. That's what it means. Don't look it up. <laughs> but just take my word for it. That's what it means. No, nah, don't look it up. <laughs> and like, why are they wearing what they're wearing? You know, it's really a, it's really a, how do you it's say? It's a tribute. It? It's a tribute to, to togas, the ones that Jesus wore, except they just revolutionized it to to bring it up today but it's really like what they that's exactly what jesus wore on the cross worship and praise the the cheetah print with the yeah because god created all the animals i was gonna say um it's a tribute to the lord said come as you are the the lord said come as you are and and the cheetah cardi b's um cardi b's baptism outfit was was a tribute to how how <laughs> nah, how <laughs> how you come into this world how, how your body is a temple and and we and or a and, garage and, and god wanted you to see it the temple <laughs> yep that's what it is it's these new age this this it's, that's what it is no no look it up that's what that's what it is Worship and praise yep. and baptism. Yep, that's exactly like ain't nothing more than less than that. Yep. And and the animals and the, like the snakes and stuff. That was a, that was for the that was that's about Noah and the ark, right? Mm-hmm. Or actually, you know, they wasn't really like the snakes was around them. That's a symbol of temptation. The temptation that Eve gave into exactly you know, when she ate that apple. Like you see, they didn't eat no apples in the video. So it, you you saw that. You saw that it was they did not give in to temptation. How would the world look if Eve didn't eat the apple? Everything is how you say symbolism. And the door. Not how you say <laughs> in the English word. 
the doors on the side of that hallway they were running down. That is how God has a plan for our lives and we must keep focused at the end. Yep. Worship and praise. Aren't you proud of them, mm-hmm. Grandma? Grandma, they, they've given their lives to the Lord. Showing her the video? Because... Because God is a spirit, and you must worship him in spirit and in truth. So there's no need for visual element. <laughs> Glory was stopped listening a long time ago. So, yep. <laughs> I hope nobody tried to, somebody put that on Twitter, like, somewhere it's going to be a youth pastor. You know who else got to walk? <laughs> Listen, youth pastors are good for <laughs> I said I would never forgive y'all if y'all do that. <laughs> nor will nor will the Lord at all. <laughs> um. Okay. And then lastly, what you telling your teacher, your base teacher? What you telling him? WAP stands for. I'll be like, you know what? WAP stands for. We always practicing. Period. <laughs> exactly. I was saying. My, I'm gonna tell mine. It stands for work and practice. That's all we do. We don't do anything else but work and practice. And you know, Cardi B and Meg, they teamed up with the American Strength Teachers Association to get kids to say we always practicing and we work and practice. And this collaboration, we they just yes. Yeah, shout out to Asta. Yup. I mean, period. And Asta. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a match. Proud of I'm just, you know what, this is a time of great um collaboration. And we're seeing a lot of cross but um I'm just really proud of Cardi B for, you know, people think she's dumb, but it's like between the politics and and the pedagogy. My oh my. I yep, and visionary. And, and the nails, you know, Cardi B's nails are about probably three inches long. And I think it's a tribute to alternative styles and practicing like I mean the, the new music girls, new music, Sh- little a little the little strum the pot, right. Imagine them nails on my um viola, and it's also a tribute to my students because you can't have those nails and not have a pizza wrist. So proud of that. Yep. We thank them. Wow. Proud of them for their devotion to God and the arts. Drake Schubert Telemann. Sorry. <laughs> That's very easy. Um, flirt with Drake, Mary Schubert, um, and forget to tell him on <laughs> what. Telemon ain't doing nothing for me. I don't dislike Telemon though. Um, but I just he not my thing, you know. I'm trying to think of anything by Telemon that I like particularly like and am not indifferent to. You already know I sent Schubert. I'm problematic. No, Schubert. Schubert was out here serving the girls. So Telemon gave us a viola concerto. Actually, right. he gave us a couple. Um, shout out to seventh grade. <laughs> um, however, I would flirt with Schubert. I would marry Drake because even though Drake be talking on his neck on his records, I low key think he 
he ain't like that. Like, I really think he, because I feel like he just is sensitive and talks about feelings. Um, and I will forget to tell mom because it's fine. What does flirt mean? Because flirt, you, what are you talking about? Okay, what are we talking about? Flirting, like, what you mean? Because I just realized that Schubert, Schubert was out here. Oh, Schubert and I, I will, I will flirt. Well, I said with Mary Drake, right? I will flirt with you. I mean, you ain't going to touch me. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, yeah, Schubert not kissing up on my neck. Nah, I'm not all I said to fly. Right. Schubert, well, I'm listening. I ain't judging you for for what you do. Right. But I know how you died, and I right. would not, I <laughs> not be going well. I'm, I'm not going you. out that <laughs> way. I'm not going out that way. <laughs> not going to have me up at the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so I will flirt with you like. Sorry, Schubert. If I saw you, you know, I would, I would talk to you. you right. Know. From a distance. Right. So, We're not staring in the same airspace. I would it. smile at you, you know. Right. You know, you could, could buy, buy me, you could buy me some, you know, and then <laughs> ghost. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Now y'all see how Katie doing. No, I do not. <laughs> All right. Guessing time. Oh, so nervous, girl. Because... It's okay. It's between one and two for me because I know Hell Circuit is known for lots of um like instability. He does a lot of instability, and he will give you a solo moment. Like he will, he will, like he will let the instrument play just by itself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm between one and two. I feel like number three was too square, but this whole time watching me number three, but it just don't sound like him. Number three, but you then said like, number three is, was too what? It was too square, but then like, what does Hailstorm sound like? Because the girl been writing for a minute, like he been writing for a long time. So I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. But why would it be number one? Why, why would you put the answer for number one? Like, why would you put number? That has nothing to do with you the. You can throw me. Like you're supposed to. It's supposed to be based off of the composition. <laughs> not now. Now you trying to. Now you trying to deduct. Well, what would Delaney do? It's like, <laughs> like why would you put it as the first one? But then you trifling, so it could be the first one. And the middle one's too obvious. Like I, I applaud you for going for the middle. Okay. 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 <laughs> you oh talk about God. everything but the actual. <laughs> I'm actually stressed. I don't want to embarrass myself on this much. That's not embarrassing. Cause I don't. Okay. Cause like I say, hell so hell so every I got day. Right. Hell so hell so every day. But it's like his string works is what I know, and his orchestra works, which is exactly I why I did not pick a string or orchestra work. Cause I was like, I don't really know hell so like that. I know you do, so I'm not. Nah, I listen to the. I pick the one uh, piece that you listen to every time you wake up and. I wasn't gonna hold you. I'm like, if she picked American Protocol, I'll be lit. I um, knew better than to pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or festival, his festival piece, whatever that one. He worked for JC Penney. Okay, okay, this has been long enough. The girls are like, please tell us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Final answer. Stop. You can't play them again. Oh, okay, we doing we doing Eastman dictation. Okay, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm so dramatic, y'all. This is like my real life. Oh my god, wait, hold on, <laughs> Katie. I just want to remind you that there are no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> you said like, what? 
I just want to remind you that there are no stakes to this. Like, oh nothing's going to happen if it's wrong. You know, I feel some type of way with Mara wins categories, but you're not trying to be good for it. Um, that's my game. And she won by two points. And I feel like if I didn't, never mind. Um, okay. I'm going to say number one. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <sighs> okay. I'm going to say number one. It's right. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm glad you weren't looking at me when I said that because I made a face when you said I was like, eh? and then you said wait, and I was like, <laughs> y'all can see her right now. She's bent over. <laughs> oh, I was so straight because you know, Hellstruck will do it to you, baby. He will give you a solo moment. It'll be just the instrument for like 20 minutes before the piano comes in. I mean, that whole piece has no piano in it, actually. Oh, word? Actually, no, I think it does. Either it has no piano or she's playing it without a piano, but it's just her in the room. Oh, shoot. Schubert literally wrote music just because. Like, he he, write, he wrote music for his friends. Like, literally. Right. Like, he's like, oh, bet y'all coming over next week? I'm going to have some chicken wings and I'm going to have my... <laughs> right, we're going to put the game on. <laughs> right, Bring two... out the spades. Right, we, got, we got spades. We got 2K and I'm going <laughs> to... Not 2K. Okay, 2K, 18, uh, <laughs> 1820. Yeah, we got space, 2K, we got Henny. Um, <laughs> Henny, sis? <laughs> sure, not drinking no Henny and wings. We got, we got Henny and we wings. We throwing dirt right on his name, directly onto it. Wow. We got Henny and wings, and then uh, I, I wrote this, uh, Strict quartet. Y'all want to hear it? Like, literally mining his business. And literally, that's, like, the essence of Young of young and May. Like, she don't care what y'all have to say. I mean, and, you know, hip-hop, you know, sometimes seems intrinsically misogynistic and, and homophobic mm-hmm. and all that. But I feel like the genre is evolving uh, with the times. You know, you, you heard that you know, F-A-G word a lot in hip hop back in the day, but you don't really hear, you know, that that sort of thing these days. Even the N-word, you know, sometimes I just feel like that needs to go away. I understand its Mm -hmm. use and its historical significance in our culture. I just get real tickled. So, you know, my boyfriend is is white presenting. He's uh, half half Mexican, half white. And I get so uh, tickled hearing him listen to hip hop and strategically missing all the n words, <laughs> I'd I, I be waiting for one to slip out by accident, but it don't. So. <laughs> and and the thing is, I was I was reading a Twitter thread the other day about like the use of the n word in hip hop music, and there, people were coming up with all types of crazy um solutions because everybody want to say the word. I'm just like, I don't, I. Maybe because I'm on my side, but I just understand what the allure is. But um, that's another conversation for another day. And people were saying like there should be a clean version that only the white people listen to, the whites and everybody else, and then the black people get the explicit. I'm just like, how would you? How would one facilitate something like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but I feel like I don't know. People people use the n word, so therefore they they rap with it but i just feel like anything that's obsessive you know what i'm saying that's when it kind of stick out to me like we get it that's your homeboy you know what i'm saying like that kind of thing (laughs) 
Well, y'all, y'all ain't gonna catch me on stage talking about my nigga William Grant Steele, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I gotta catch myself. Sometimes I do gotta catch myself depending on who I'm, who I'm referring to. I'm like, okay, let's just put some respect on their neck. <laughs> like sometimes I do, I do gotta catch myself. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. I want to. I want to be in that hall when you. If that were to go down, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll drag me it. off the stage at Sphinx. As fi- oh yeah, you ain't come back. Imagine. <laughs> and they, they really might could find you in the Olivia Pope. Remember from Scandal that they had that one hole in the ground that had that dude in the chokey. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. They gonna find one of them. They probably uh-huh. got one. Yeah, probably got in the DSO hall somewhere down there. <laughs> they gonna be like, and stay out. <laughs> I'll put you in that hole in the ground. So, uh, what do you like about new music? What I like the most about new music is that it lets us explore all the different things that our instruments can do. Like, or that you forced them to do. <laughs> it's literally what you Listen, <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to play like some pretty legato line all the time. Like we can't we can make other sounds. Like that's what I love about it. I mean, yeah, and, but and can you can't yeah, you like the sound of my viola dropping on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> my ball flinging around in the air. <laughs> Bend your string all the way back. Are you done? <laughs> like <laughs> Wrap it around and then let it go. (laughs) There's a sound. So are you done? LA took a teacher. I really should say his name because that was the biggest waste of twenty dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. Two hundred dollars for a lesson. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I've seen what it takes not knowing. You know what I'm saying? Not from a single parent household you know coming in and being like oh this is what the girls are really doing and then I look at my students at my LSM Inspire program that that the local orchestra put in place because they want to see more people of color in the field of classical music that's those that's not how you're gonna do it right I'm like and I'm really the type of person like why don't you just say what it is just say you want a tax write-off just say you want it to make it look like you're doing something just saying you want some black kids on your website like I'd rather you just say what it is you know what I'm saying because that's what it that's, that's what it's like and I have all these parents what I hate what breaks my heart the most is the fact that I've said it so many times you have parents dropping their kids off for six hours a week you know, if you if you were paying a hundred dollars an hour, you know how much how good you would sound. Right. If I went to Newport Taylor and I paid him a six hundred dollars a week for viola, you know how good I would sound. You have parents thinking that's the same thing, and then I had one professor be like, "Oh well, you know, that's not the mission of this." Da 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 da. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You have parents thinking that's what it is, and that's the problem. And you have these kids, and then they come out they senior year and they can't even get into the into the the state college down the street to, to play there. How are you? getting more people how are you getting more people of color into classical music because you can't even provide them the right resources so that's my question you know and i'm not gonna speak too much about fellowships because i just don't really know about what that entails but it's like i really want to know like do y'all really want to change is it like can the board only stomach the performance price on the on the um on the program you saw tulsa symphony you know tulsa uh symphony uh just put them out there you know they got a fellowship program not for black people but you wouldn't guess it with uh with all those white people they had on that one little Instagram post, and the fact, the fact that they didn't they didn't even see anything was wrong with it. Right. And the yes. other thing, 
is that no one else did except for you and like two other people. Everybody else yeah. in the Twitter post was like, oh, I'm going to be in this house. I'm going to be with the with barely else in them. And it's like no one saw the problem except for like three people. So it's like, yeah. and we're in 2020. Like It's like, it might not mean a lot to, it might not mean, I feel like progress, sometimes I feel like we're making progress and sometimes I feel like we, we look like we're making progress, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's like we have, it's like we had a black president, but like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like the fact that we're so, we're so, we have progressed so much. And it's like, there's a post with a whole bunch of white composers on it. And no one says anything. A, a symphony 30. can release a season, a season with no, and it's not even like, okay, I forgot what orchestra it was. Oh, I said it on the show. I think it got bleeped out though. That's fine. Somebody gonna say it again. God already spared me. But there's, <laughs> there's a, a major orchestra that released their whole season, their season highlights, and not one black composer was on it. And it's like, it doesn't matter if there's other, if there's gonna be black composers in there for real. It's the fact that none of them were in your highlights. You don't want to highlight to Chicago with that, with a huge black population. The home of Obama. Okay, you already set the symphony then. <laughs> oh, you know? Sp- speak the truth. Shame the devil. It's exactly. like the home, the home of Obama. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want a a black mayor, and you don't want to highlight a black composer just just to save face. Hang your head. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a, my long round way about to be like, do y'all actually want to change? Because I'd rather just go up to whatever the name orchestra and be like, you know what? We kind of good with being white over here, so y'all could take that uh, diversity gen somewhere else. Y'all, y- y- you just say that, just say that. We'd be like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. We could go over here where they uh doing something else, you know. First and foremost, if I spend two hundred dollars on a lesson, that nigga taking the audition for me. <laughs> Garrett, period. And when I was you, Garrett, and you know what? I know Mr. Taylor was thinking, you see, black people don't listen. And I know he was thinking that because the week before I said, yeah, yeah, rah, 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 rah. I want to audition to this audition at the school. And he was like, Katie, you've come a long way, but this school. And I was like, no, 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 cool, cool. Like, I got a personality, you know what I'm saying? I work hard. He was like, Katie, I said, nah, GT, I got you. I got pizzazz. I got pizzazz. I got personality being there like, what up, though? And he was like, he was like, at least take another take another lesson at this school too, so your time's not wasted. That's that was his quote, mm. right? And he was like, he was like two hundred dollars, Katie. And then just like a black man, I came back. He was like, so how was your lesson? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I because the school I went to, we're gonna start putting some stuff together. Did I say the city already? Probably no. So people could put it together, but. The school I went to, let's just say they used to having people who are already done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you have you have a dinner party, but you go to Wegmans first. You know what I'm saying? They used to have people. So so when I missed that first shift, he was like, you know. Yeah. And when I tell you I didn't learn nothing in that lesson. I want to tell you what I learned. I recorded it too. Put it back. I don't know what I learned. He made me start it over and over and over again. He was like, Well, this was great. So I would pick for Erica Badu, I would pick Ravel. Um <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I would pick Ravel because like so I've only just started realizing that Ravel isn't total trash. Um I mean, it's, it's little quartet cute or whatever. Exactly, yeah. And Daphne and Chloe surprised me. Oh my god, that piece is amazing. It surprised me because when I saw that on the program, I saw Ravel and I was already like, I'm throwing in the towel. Let me co- see if I can contrast the <laughs> 
And then he go dee da da he wrote that. Go ahead. I was already <laughs> like, let me see if I could get out of this cycle. I can't do this. I'm like, gotcha. Like, I was thinking that. And then I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, this yeah. is actually a really good piece. Like, Daphne and Chloe's good. But um, I was just thinking that because, w- like, we were talking about this. When I think of these neo soul artists, I think of, like, this, you know, you float in this real, you know, I already said this. But even more so with Erica Badu. Um, and, and I'm like, when I think of those same adjectives in terms of classical music, I start thinking of impressionist things, which I've already made very clear that I do not mess with um so when i think of like how can i take someone who's impressionist but i also don't hate and then mm, that's where i got yeah. my girl from because if i said debut see that's a slap impressionist face. music you know it's like fire festival dang it's, how it, how it, hold on because <laughs> oh my god how did you get from that to fire festival at least impressionist music happened <laughs> Because impressionist impressionist music gives me the impression of music. Right. So why don't you just give music? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in in layman's terms, that's what impressionist, the whole impressionist movement is. It's giving the impression of something, like the impression of a feeling or like invoking da 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 -da. (laughs) Or you could just do it. (laughs) That's it. They talking about it and being about it. That's exactly what impressionist music is. Right. We're talking about it, be about it. Right. (laughs) Impressionist. Now you got the leaders of the pack. Uh, what's that? What's that dude's name? What's the dude's name? Oh, Ooh. Billy McFarlane. Billy McFarlane and uh and my dude, who was with him? I don't remember. What's the name of the rapper that was with him? Oh, oh, Ja Rule. Right. So you got Ja Rule and Billy McFarlane, aka Ravel and <laughs> WC, leading the pack. <laughs> I do not. Ugh. It's not really about. Because y'all said it's basically about them making impressions. In layman's terms. I mean, obviously, it's more complicated than that, right? But the point of the impressions movement was to, like, you look at something and, like, that's, like... Yeah, because what you described, it sounds like... uh, It sounds more like like programmatic music. Like, I'm going to write something that that is, like... I'm going to try to... Like, Strauss, I can can, uh, write and make you think of the silver on a spoon or something like that. Like, I can represent something, like, concrete with Mm -hmm. this uh, music and... I think impressionistic, like you said, it's more about like the feeling evoked by those things. So yeah, yeah. So instead of representing, if I was, yeah, if I was going to do it in like layman's time, I go, like, and my mom was like, "So what's this impressionist stuff you talking about?" That's probably how I would say it. You know, like them zero gravity chambers. Yup. That's exactly what impressionists used to be like. like you just be floating it's into, not, into an enigma. I mean, it is like it is based more on like mood and emotion than it is like concrete things because you can't really define. Uh, you can define a mood, like you can say what is anger or something like that, but you can't like. Like you can't grab hold no, of they it. Was, they was all doing the same mood though. Like <laughs> what, what I've mood? Never, I've never heard of blase. Uh, right, <laughs> uh, aloofness, or <laughs> enigma. What? Those are emo- the enigma's <laughs> not a mood. <laughs> it's not. I'm sorry. Not just saying words. She got a dictionary in front of her, and she opened the e section. <laughs> Don't come for me. She's just saying words right now. <laughs> My T.I. junk. Oh, uh, <laughs> elephant. <laughs> right. I mean, they really should have, they should have uh, adopted the name of variations. <laughs> right. yeah, Elgar, the- look, Elgar wrote a whole, a whole little piece on moods and we know exactly no. where what. What was uh, uh, the variations about? Those are based on people. Those are those initials were. Those are okay, people. actual concrete things. Exactly. And therefore, we like it better. Those are people. <laughs> what? I mean, Elgar not completely off the hook because that's symphony number one. <gasps> Literally. 
hot trash Ooh, by wow. Sudacalient. <laughs> like, it is terrible. And did I tell you about the Elgar thing for my, I think I told you. They programmed Elgar First Symphony and like the, in my undergrad mm-hmm. and like the next week, like they were like, nah, we're not doing it. It's Why? because it's, it was too hard and also time constraint. Okay. I think we had the cycle. I don't, for whatever reason, on that cycle, we had three weeks to turn it around, which might sound like a, a lot of time, but no, we're like two rehearsals a week. That's not enough. yeah. So, so we ended up doing the Rose and Cavalier, which was lit. That was easier. Yeah, but it's, it's also shorter. Oh yeah, you know it's, it's, it's shorter, a couple, but it's still better. like. But it's so dense. yeah. Then, then okay, is the Elgar Symphony it's worse. It's denser. Oh wow, the Elgar Strauss. Yes, that's crazy. Okay, we got to listen to it at when it's when it's over. In the music, it's like all black on a page. That is crazy. And we read it. Strauss or Elgar? Because when I hear Strauss, it sounds like like a a sponge and peanut butter. Like it's just like (laughs) it's so much in there. Like it's like what do you? But Strauss is strategic. It's like Strauss. There's stuff going on. I mean, everybody got stuff going on. But like Strauss, you could like that Elgar Symphony Number One. I remember sitting. You know, I'm sitting in the back. I'm just you know I might. I'm not trying to get caught out. I make sure my ball go in the same direction as everybody else. Like, because my teacher would be, my professor back in the day would call you out. Like, you're clueless. Like, he would say that. So, I'm like, you're not going to come for me today because I literally don't know. In the first chair, he, and he going all, and he trying to give downbeats. I'm like, you have no idea where we are. The only thing that you know for certain is that we are at Illinois State <laughs> University in Norman. <laughs> that is the only thing you know for certain. There ain't no downbeats in that symphony. I'm telling you, once the thing starts, it don't stop. That's it. <laughs> like, like you, have, you have to listen to it. This symphony is terrible. Elgar wrote two good things. Enigma Variations and that cello concerto. What about Pomp and Circumstance? Yeah. Just... That's like, that's not like a piece. It's like a service. What? You know, it's like, that's only yeah, one movement only one out of like five. It's like five movements of that. That's one. It's, I mean, they play this. Do they play the second one? I think so. No, no they just play the, uh, they just play the, uh, the one that at graduation, but it's five different movements. To I me, think to that, that piece to me doesn't serve a purpose except for graduation. Like I wouldn't be like, let me, but that's because yeah, we've that applied that. To yeah. It's applied. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It, all I'm saying is because when you said anger, that made me think of I've never heard any other emotion um, besides just float. Yeah. What about happiness? How can you be happy if you don't know which way is up? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds sad. So it sounds like suspended. That's yeah. What you're saying? Damn, all the time. You want to be suspended all the time? I don't feel that I feel way like, when I hear you it, know though. When you, you don't? Walk, you know, no. like, in cartoons, when you, you just walk in and minding your own business and you step in the rope and then it just <laughs> and flips you upside down? That's exactly what... <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Ravel make booby traps to his music? Some Home Alone music? More, more so Debussy. More so Debussy. Because <laughs> I'm minding my own business in the concert hall. Oh, okay, that first piece was great. Now, he gives it... Well, I can't even say he gives a downbeat because okay. Debussy doesn't know what that means. <laughs> and he'll do some junk like... There'll be a sixteenth note rest for what? He gives the, the, you can't even find it, right? Because it's not a beat, nor is it down. So <laughs> <laughs> he gives a gesture, and then just then the whole sound emerges <laughs> after the gesture. It doesn't make any sense. It's there's a piece some pieces of... that works for like there's a transcription. I can't uh, remember who did it, who wrote. I think somebody named Matthews or something. That probably is 100 percent wrong, but Kennedy Center did it. And I was surprised because they actually did it well, the NSO. <laughs> but they did a transcription of, uh, I think it's Maiden with the Flaxen Hair or something like that. It's a WC piece yeah. uh, for piano. So they transcribed for orchestra. And the beginning is supposed to, like, 
It's supposed to be a crescendo out of nothing. Oh, here we go. And when I say, <laughs> no, it's not even theory. If you just listen to it, it's like, like the NSO played. And like I said, for them to do that, I was just surprised. Like, oh, crap. Like, they were playing well that night. But it came out of nowhere. And it's like, sometimes that's warranted. Like, of course, if it's like, they, I mean, WC didn't compose a march or Ravel didn't compose a march. So. How can you march to nothing? <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can't compose no march. You can mark time, right? Stand in place. All right, Richard, the oh. point. Sorry, I should never have said anything. <laughs> they don't do march, they do moonwalks. <laughs> On the actual moon, because that's the only where place it makes sense. Right. Okay. But, so. I don't know. WC must have been an astronaut. Sometimes that, like. He's yeah. talking about when the people on the moon. Who? WC. <laughs> he got back, he, he was like, that host. was real. <laughs> Why are y'all so obsessed with, with space? <laughs> So, anytime you see one of Garrett's uh, profiles on social media, in the in the bio, it always says classical music agitator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I just, got, I just got a little question. You know what I'm saying? I got a little question. If you were, if you had to find one thing to say to any uh, institution in classical music, what would it be? Hmm. If I could say anything to them, uh, anything to any any institution in classical music, what would you say? You know, there's a lot I could say as far as y'all ain't doing this and y'all need to change that. You know, there's a lot on that end. But if if I would try to uh, make sure that I'm heard and to keep things positive, I would just ask every classical institution to think about the way that they're engaging the communities that they live in. And I know that we say that a lot, but. Uh, during these days of the coronavirus, you know, when we come out of this, these institutions got to figure out whether or not folks are going to want to go crowd a concert hall or want to go um, to their music school. You know, it's all about cultural revel- uh, uh, relevance and cultural capital. So, you know, it's not just, a, you know, engaging your community and producing content and, and addressing your community in an equitable way isn't just something that you know, we should be doing because we should be doing it, but because there are actual effects and impacts of it. When we come out of this, these orchestras got to figure out how to get all of the money that they can possibly get to make up uh, for these shortcomings. And I'm going to tell you, you're not getting me in the concert hall to, to listen to a Beethoven symphony, period. That is not happening. I'm not buying a ticket to do that. I want to make that very clear. Now, if you have something that engages me, <laughs> if you have something that engages me or the communities uh, that, that I align myself with, maybe I will take that risk and and uh, tie a bandana around my face and go to the concert hall, you know, but, um, <laughs> but, but basically um, that's, that's what it would be. Yeah. I, I love, um, I love being able to call myself a classical music agitator because with, um, you know, with every great change in the world, there's been discomfort, you know, it wasn't particularly mm-hmm. comfortable for all those slave masters to get run up on now, was it, you know, but we had to do that. It wasn't particularly comfortable for men to have to get out of the way for the suffragist movement. You know, right now, I think uh, we're at a crossroads with classical music. I want to shout out, um, do y'all know David Norville? He, uh, uh, Boston bass, he plays oboe. Uh, and he, he, he was one of uh, my early um, triloquy guests. And, you know, something he said has lived with me for over a year now. You know, he talked about classical music being one of the last, vert- last unchallenged vertices of white supremacy. 
this stronghold of white being superior that no one is comfortable challenging and no one is comfortable fighting against. Um, but you know, I'm comfortable with it. I'm, I'm comfortable <laughs> being that, um, agitator. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my long answer. I would just encourage every classical music institution, whether it's a school, an orchestra, um, whatever, just to make sure you're always thinking about the way you're engaging your community in a unique way. So essentially you go into the space of contemporary music and you think it's more progressive but it's just white supremacy and Doc Martens and a beanie. So it's not, there's really not a lot different. And a lot Hmm. of contemporary groups, (laughs) look, it is what it is. Just because you play a piece that involves like two paint cans and a lemon, you know, we, it's not diverse. There's nothing but white people. So my project is essentially just like taking the contemporary aspects that I'm learning, taking the training I'm learning and helping other black people get the bag. And also putting my own music out there. And that's my project right now. I just starting to release mm-hmm. my first EP and it's just entire music that I've learned from Montana Roberts, from Lisa Harris, from George Lewis, Tashawn Story, you know, and Marian Brown, like taking all these aspects that none of us were taught in conservatory um, in our music history classes and applying it now. And I'll taking that knowledge when I go to do my master classes at different universities and being like, So there's more than John Adams and Philip Glass, you know, like here is Julie Seisman, you know, so that's essentially the space I'm taking up because contemporary, the world of contemporary really needs to wake up and realize like there is no difference from the white supremacy in classical music and contemporary ensembles at the moment. Mm Um, so let's talk closely, more closely about like what we observe and this could be like in your own as well, your own experience as well. But what are some of the problems that you are observing? Like what organizations love to do? Oh my God, it grinds my freaking gears. What organizations love to do is put instruments in the hands of black kids and think like these kids are going to magically make it into the CSO. Like that. It's so much stuff that, and it, even if, like, I remember I got into an argument with the professor because they were like, well, is that the mission of the organization? You, first of all, you know exactly what professor I'm talking about. Um, is that the mission of the organization to get them to be in the in a professional orchestra? I'm like, it doesn't matter what the mission is because you are you are addressing a problem. There are not enough black people in classical music. One way you're trying to combat that problem is having this Elsa Simon Inspired program. So the implication mm. that you are, that parents are having is that if I send my baby to this thing, they gonna be up there at Juilliard. Like that is the, it don't matter what the mission statement says. Like you are trying to address the problem. This is how you're addressing the problem. So people are gonna think this is how it's supposed to go. This is like, if I send my baby to this thing three days a week, they're gonna come out sounding like Yashka Heifetz. And it's like, that's a problem. But anyway, let me not get too emotional. Mm. And they um, love to take credit for it. If you if you got a success story. Yeah. And, and but you know what? <laughs> Look what our brown student did. Look what our Brian student did, but look how much stuff they do outside of our program to do what they did. Can our program by itself sustain this person getting to where they're going? So um, putting instruments in the uh, hands of black kids and um, talk about like in your own experience, in your teaching. And also I want to get into how black student hopefuls are being treated. Like kids who have said they want to do classical music. That was gonna be my first thing, honestly. Okay, let's, let's <laughs> off the rip. Let's go. 
I'm ready. I got um, time today. Actually, I don't. I got something to do after this, but <laughs> we're going we to make some. <laughs> I could be late. Okay. Um, no, that was one of the things that honestly made or break. Okay. Made or break. Broke. Okay. Made or broke. My um, getting to Eastman um, was the fact that my teacher was honest with me. Like once I told him, yeah, I want to go to school for music. He was like, bet. He took he took me seriously and took, that he bed, took me at face value. That bed is what you need. Exactly. He was like, all right, that. we doing like we doing quicker turn turnover when I when I assign you something, I'm hearing it next week, like and you're learning right. it. Like an A two right. a week. I'm getting a new A two every single week. We do we playing not playing no arrangements and nothing no more. We playing actual mm-hmm. concertos. We looking at the come back to me next week with the audition requirements for X, Y, and Z and like he took me seriously but right. in the environment that i was in i didn't see not a single teacher that did the same thing for another student i saw students um around me that were like yeah i want to go to music i want to be in the la field and i want to oh and you had teachers who went to nec who went to manhattan school of music who went to usc thornton and were like yeah okay Meanwhile, you're holding your violin upside down and backwards. And not saying nothing to you about it. And not saying a, a thing. And I'm like, like, you, it's really like, after after I'm off of work, that's not my problem. Like, you really gonna let them apply to to all these schools? Just to get turned no, down. Exactly. I'm like, it's your literal job to help them. That's a, And that's a problem. So you said something in your earlier thing um, that, that had me, like, when you were talking about teaching like trumpeters and like all that and how you use your resources i have a huge problem with that because especially people think that they can do this especially with black with black kids black and brown kids because they know that ain't nobody gonna call them on it right because they will go and this is especially like not even for people who don't play a particular instrument but people who have not studied any type of like they have no type of formal education in music education now i'm not saying that you must have an education degree to teach because i'm gonna be honest i don't want an education degree and i have taught before i will probably teach again but the thing is there's a reason why music education is a degree and all all on its own because it's a a degree's worth of information to know about it it's not no rinky dink nothing that you can just wing it just because you have a performance degree does not mean that you can teach especially if you have a performance degree y'all are the worst teachers no no shade (laughs) There are people who teach well because, like, they struggle as themselves, themselves mm-hmm. as players, or they take some type of pedagogy class. I like, was just, just about to say. Once, just take one of them. You need <laughs> like, something. Like, you can't even roll up to the library, get a book, see what's good. Read, like, read a book. Oh, my God. You, like, I'm just like, you need to have something to supplement that knowledge because you can't just think, oh, well, I do it so I can teach it because that's not true. Girl, I told you about the lesson I paid for at how many VL teachers are at school before I said the name? I think what, probably two. <laughs> so okay, maybe so I ain't not. Say it. <laughs> but I rode up to that school and paid twenty dollars for that lesson and learned nothing in my big age. <laughs> learned absolutely no. I was twenty five at the time. Learned nothing to go back to Mr. Taylor and see. And he, you know, he black, so he petty. He was like, "See, I told you not to go over there," <laughs> and not because. He didn't think I could get into the school because that's none of my business. That's his thoughts. But because he said that he's used to teaching students that already know how to do it. So when you, when you at the height of your career, you never teach and you trying to teach a five-year-old how to do a down bow without doing the crescendo. That's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, okay. 
okay, education degree. Do an up bow without doing a crescendo. <laughs> That's not easy to do. Teaching a student to do a down bow crescendo. Teaching a five-year-old how to hold their instrument for the first time. You know, that takes that takes skill in education yeah. and and reading, being well read. Mm-hmm. I can say yeah that 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 deeply bothers me because you like you can't just play with somebody's life like that, and then you create a situation where they have a terrible foundation, and then if by some miracle they get out of your grasp and and <laughs> and, and, and they can yeah, yeah, take uh, your ass. Okay. Well, they <laughs> they get to work with someone else, that they have to undo that, and that takes even more work. But not mm-hmm. to say like, but that takes even more skill to undo something and then redo it. Right. And then let's just hope that person knows how to do that. Because Lord because, knows I didn't when I was thrown into the situation I was thrown into. And the thing is, like, there are teachers out there. Like, when you mess these kids up, there are teachers out there that will look in your face and be like, I don't know how to help you. And you paying you paying big money to go to university and tell you they don't know how to help you, like. I don't, I, I just, I, there's a student, you know exactly who I'm talking about, at my LSSM Inspire program, who has a serious love and joy for playing the violin. He, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> these, a quartet came to play, oh no, um, what's that dude, he was black excellence, came to play, and I look over, and this kid came to play, and this kid is looking at watching him play the viola with his mouth on the floor right edge of his seat and literally edge of his enamored same thing we had a we had some members of the rpo come play some little stuff for the kids uh last week young people same, huh <laughs> i should have said that what'd you say i said young people i'm confused you said the kids i said the young people girl they <laughs> kids okay <laughs> The kids, children, under 18s, <laughs> that's minors. what we call them, that minors, that's what we call them, Um, and the same thing, this student is on the edge of his seat, like enamored, all right, so he has, he's in a program called Pathways, now, if you don't know what a pathway is, a pathway <laughs> is a thing in which takes you from one place to another, <laughs> through, it goes through something, instead of like, not knowing where you're going, a pathway is a clear and direct route through something. He's in a, he's in a program called Pathways, and I go up to him. I'm like, "So what schools you applying to?" He's like, "X Y Z X Y Z X Y Z." I'm like, "You're not applying to Eastman?" He's like, "Oh no, I haven't thought about it." I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, no, ah! let, let me let me let me say something. It's not just called Pathways. It's called Eastman Pathways. <laughs> I was like, "You haven't thought?" About-? I was like, "Okay, so baby boy, what we finna do?" Go on that website there. I'm like, because when I see black kids with promise, I'm like, I'm like ready to go. Right. So you know what, what we going to do? Like, I got a whole bunch of my kids working on them, on them YOLO excerpts. You know what I'm saying? Period. I, if they get it, because, you know, one of my students loves to rush, like a uh, like student-like teacher. Um, okay. <laughs> but when I see black kids, I'll be like, mm, what we going to do? What we going to do? We, 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 we. So... Um, I'm like, go ahead and print out them excerpts. We're gonna see. You. And he, the thing is, he has a teacher. You know who his teacher is. Um, which is also confusion because you worked at Eastman. And uh, okay, so whatever. Time passes. He plays his. He hasn't. He hasn't even. So he talks to his teacher about it. Teacher's like, okay, boom. This is probably like seven weeks before the pre-screening for because the instrument violin Eastman requires a pre-screening. So this is about seven weeks before he hasn't even started. He hasn't even started 
his Bach for the audition. Girl. You, if you think back to a, if you're taking like an Eastman, audition like Eastman, you're preparing at least, at least six months in advance. At bare minimum. At the bare, if you, if you could really play. I was preparing for my Eastman audition for like at least 14 months. Yep. <laughs> I think it was 14, because I was like, I'm getting to the school by hook and by crook. If I got to swim <laughs> through the window, I'm getting to Eastman. <laughs> so, so I think I was like a little extra with it, but I think I think I was no, no, but for real, like I remember my teacher was like, "If you, we already behind you, you working on your stuff sophomore year to get into college, because like, you auditioned in the middle of your senior year, right?" Like I knew Starman so well, I, I would I could play it, I could I could I could write it out. That's how like I was just ready for Eastman. So I'm like, okay, so I'm even I'm like, and this is why this is where I start being realistic because it's like black kids need that. I'm like. So it's not looking too hot, um, because <laughs> because it's like you have seven weeks to do this, and people been playing on audition for that. And Bach is like the notes. He's like the notes aren't that hard. I'm like, oh my god! Like so, you really just don't be learning nothing in these lessons. Bach is not about the notes. Bach is about like intonation. The notes are not that hard. Oh my god! it's not it's not the notes. It's the intonation. It's the direction. It's the phrasing. It's the musicality. It probably has to be by memory. So. I let, I let it go because, you know, my kids have their own stuff going on. I'm not his teacher. He's not really in the program this year, X, Y, Z. So I come back December 3rd, December 4th, whatever. I'm like, so you trying to get Eastman application? No, I didn't end up doing it. And that was heartbreaking to Gosh. me. <sighs> Some of these rappers can get really, really gross. And then it's like, it's 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 flipped. And, and <clears throat> Cardi B and Meg are in charge in this, in this sense. And now it's a problem. That doesn't make sense. How do y'all not see blatant black and white? I just, yeah. And, and it's like, and then you want people to do, like, y'all want um, these women to do things too. But then mm-hmm. when they talk about what they want to do, like, then it's it's a problem. Because then every one of the songs is, I'm a, I'm a, you and I'm a, I'm a flip you over and, and right. flip you around and bend you like a pretzel and like, like it's all of this stuff. But then when they like, oh yeah, I like X Y Z and it's like you are a mother. And how you think she right. got, how you think she became one through worship like, and prayer, <laughs> right? <laughs> like y'all just so much. And there was another guy. And he was like, uh, you know, I'm not even like, I don't know what y'all talking about with this WAP. Like these women, they always, they always uh, talk about this nasty stuff. And I would rather hear about what you've been through and what you've been going through and the struggles that you've had. And da, 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 da. and we can't even focus on the lyrics when you butt naked. And it's just like, one, what you just said is that you enjoy hearing about someone suffering and pain more than what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like you, and and that's a whole other thing with black women. How people y'all would rather see black women suffer and exactly. whatever. Like you would rather hear about that than black women actually enjoying themselves. And two, you cannot focus on words because a woman is existing in front of you. Like, <laughs> and also, yourself. and also, like you just it just shows goes to show you that you, p- people really just be talking because they both have songs like that. They. They they do. It's, Cardi B has a record that I am blanking on from her her most recent album, talking about how um 
I want to get married. Like the Curry, Curry, Stephen, Aisha. Like she has a song talking about how Offset was trash to her. Like she has, she had. So y'all just talking. Like y'all just get mad when when y'all don't get to talk about it. And and there was also a lot of people, you know, saying how it's degrading to women. And would you want your daughter doing this? First of all, it's not about what you want your kids doing. Like they are not your kids. Exactly. So like, and it's like, oh, it's degrading to women. <laughs> what y'all need to understand is that there is there are different things that um empower different women you know Mm -hmm. like for not for every woman it's not WAP it's not you Mm -hmm. know being what you having your stuff out but for some women it is exactly and vice versa like if if that's if you feel good being like a little bit more conservative with your body and like what you do like that's that's what you like and ain't nobody ain't nobody telling other rappers oh take your stuff off in it like you know because that's what they want to do like i just don't understand why y'all can't grasp the concept that it's not for (laughs) y'all like it's their song that they made for their money and which at the end of the day ain't gonna make a whole bunch of money off of it too so anyway um, let's let's switch gears a little bit. We're talking about double standards with this. What double standards have have if any? I'm sure you have, but you know what I'm saying. Like, have you faced like in classical music or my bad, so called classical music? Um, <laughs> going to Eastman, um, in the spaces you've been in, etc. Give me one if you have one. I mean, yeah, I don't know when we were when we were kind of going through this. I was saying like I don't really. I don't really know, but then you brought up a good point about, um, like, there are just some that we live with so unconsciously that it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that whole thing about you got to work twice as hard to get Mm -hmm. half of what they got. Like, there's a lot of that. And, and of course, now that I'm thinking about it, like, when I was starting the the BSU and stuff at Eastman, I ran into a lot of, you know, and everything got to be a meeting and everything got to yeah. be a, you got to go through XYZ channels when other people are just mm-hmm. having clubs because everything was like, oh, well, we just want to make sure that it's for everybody. And I'm like, it's not for everybody. Exactly. It's for black students because it's the black students union. It's for black students to unionize, like <laughs> to come together in a union and be black and students. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah, that, that whole thing, the whole thing, I feel like, well, first of all, with that whole thing, there's a new person there. So I feel like that, I mean, f- I like the old person a lot, but frankly, this is going to be better. Um, secondly, I feel like black people are, are held to a, there there's no middle for black people. You're either held to an unrealistically high standard or expected to do nothing. Like, I feel like that's just, in, in my experience, like that's been what it is. So, with the how we were treated with the B the BSE, how you feel like you have to how you feel like you have to navigate like in classes and stuff to make sure that yeah, your stuff is on point and like you um you saw that video of that little girl going around on Twitter when she it was like a whole bunch of kids doing some type of um one of them little videos that we do like kids try weird foods. I don't know. And the one of the girls asked the, oh. the black girl that yeah, they were like, Oh, they were asking like, oh, what'd you do today? And the black girl was like, oh, I had a test today. And the little Asian girl goes, oh, did you get an F or an A? And a girl looked dumbfounded. And she was like, or a B or a C. And she was like, I got an A. And she was like, oh, good job. Like, 
just like stuff stuff that people and it's like it's not it's not like made up like and i feel like the black the black perspective is is unique and only lies with black people but like if you black you know what it is it's like you are held to an unrealistic high standard or if and if you don't meet that standard then it's like oh they're just here because they black oh wow <laughs> let's get into news this week trombonis get your excerpts out the Austin listen Tiffany. listen it needs to be i was talking to my cousins and you know i had to it took a while to explain it because they were like you know you get paid for that i mean they're not that bad they're not like my soror <laughs> i will never forget that but they i had to break it down but i was like this is what needs to happen a black man or woman needs to win you must lean in you must win that job like please like Absolutely. that it will be the ultimate victory yeah well trombonis so, get your excerpts out get there that is a job start uh, doing your little buzz buzz your little open buzz for you there's a job there open is. for y'all um so ex-principal trombonist uh brenda sansig solace um earned that title this past week showing her whole entire ass on facebook um so i see we're fed up this week <laughs> oh I yeah I, like meant, I meant to say that before like this is probably going to be like the least censored i've ever been on classically black because i'm really fed up and i just don't have the room or the I'm mental capacity to censor myself on this episode i'm just excited because after garrett's episode i feel like we just been like you know what F it. yeah <laughs> um translation no i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean um people, people know i don't really curse like that yeah i'm not saying a little something here and there she, she um decided to show her whole entire ass on facebook which for those those of y'all who are not familiar with slang not literally um but she showed <laughs> she showed her true colors which by the way were white cream and beige um in the comments on facebook making several racist comments towards black people um and the austin symphony orchestra and the austin opera um terminated her employment with the quickness so um uh just recapping some of the things that she said she went on a whole rant about obama um being elected on racist principles just because he was black um she also I said feel like can we pull over y'all don't know how racism work like like yeah. black people can't be racist i mean i really wish i want that if i can get it tattooed on my face black people can't be racist i'll pay for it <laughs> like i hate when people can say this is reverse race <laughs> shut up <laughs> I really, I've been like, you know, I've been in the worst place possible that anyone could be right now, which is Twitter. And this reverse racism thing is really, really grinds my gears because y'all just don't know how it, let's look it up. Look it up. Racism is about power. Black people don't have no power. We get murdered in the streets. What power do we have? Talk about reverse racism. Reverse your comment out of these streets. <laughs> um, well, they reversed her employment, so. <laughs> um, yeah, she also said the blacks are looting and destroying their environment. They deserve what they get. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I um, read it, but, like, I'm still, I'm just re-reacting, -re you know. I cannot believe um, it. Said, Trump didn't kill someone, but in your black minds, everything is his fault. Let, let's pull over. Wow. Let's pull over, because it's really just crazy that there were people, there were some people saying, like, you know, first of all, okay, let's pull over again. We we gotta we gotta build a whole other shoulder next to the shoulder that we already done pulled over at. Yeah, we off the to, highway at this point. To, to to recap what the First Amendment actually means. 
Because I feel like people, they hear free speech and they just think, oh, you can say whatever you want and there are no consequences. I mean, I feel like there hasn't been. Because I'm really, I really want to know if it wasn't in this, if it wasn't in this time, I wonder if she for real would get fired. Oh, probably not. I really don't think so. I feel yeah. like people are on, people are like not trying to be called racist. Y'all are. So they like doing the best they can. They clean that yeah. stuff up real good. They probably, mm-hmm. was, they probably pulled her aside. I'm like, sis, we really hate to do this. Like, yeah. Like you, you can still sub. Right, victim of circumstances. Like we know what we got. You know, I got a homie down in Florida, who got an opera orchestra. You just go down, down there. Tell him, tell him your name. Tell him who sent you. I got, I got you job down there. But I just feel like people are like, well, you know, she, you know, this she is too was. far, and 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 it really wasn't even that bad, and and um, and she could be fired over this. I'm like. And, the, and she got free speech. I'm like, the government didn't come and arrest her for what she said. You, their, their organization can terminate her because she is racist. Like, I just exactly. feel like, I've, and it's crazy because like, because it's crazy that people think that this is completely separate. They're like, oh, well, she didn't do this on her, her, on uh, her Austin Symphony hours. Like she wasn't even on duty or whatever. Now, what does but that have to do with having anything? a racist, having racist ideals and being a racist person affects every facet of your life. It doesn't, it's not like she walks into the concert hall and all that is gone. Exactly. And like, people don't understand how this stuff works. Like she's literally sitting on committees. Thank you. I'm like, where black think- minds are coming in. Right. When you, you want to, but y'all want to take the, the screen down in the last round. This right, is a, she's like, a principal freaking oh sorry she was a principal was. freaking uh player she's on committees like you think that's not gonna affect anything her her blatant racism is not affecting the way she she thinks and the way she moves in classical music imagine like imagine you know being a young up-and-coming black trombonist taking a lesson with her oh well your black mind that was in tune i bet <laughs> like, probably <laughs> wow i mean i'm not surprised because literally nothing in that this country that happens in this country can surprise me at this point i mean <laughs> um i'm happy that she is unemployed during this pandemic um i wish her nothing but the worst um and yeah i mean yep thunder Fonder, thunder fire punisher i wish her nothing but the absolute worst yep. i hope you get i hope you stub your toe repeatedly for the, <laughs> every day for the rest of your days i hope you you brush your teeth and you can never get rid of that bad breath I hope you wake up with a crook in your neck every day. Not even more. I hope you hate cilantro and it's in everything you eat. Oh my gosh. Oh. What else? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm trying to think of something too. Oh my goodness. Yeah, girl. You are out of here and... Um, she could not be reached for comment. She probably uh, in she could be reached for comment. She was reached for she was reaching on them on them. <laughs> All you had to do was inbox. What you mean? She couldn't be reached for comment. But she got took her Facebook page down because you know I went to look about. It's hard to find people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like on Facebook is one Facebook's one of the apps. Where if you don't want to be found, you don't have to be. Uh huh. I feel like that's the only app that does that. She right? probably she probably uh she probably too busy got her hair buried in the classifiers trying to figure out what she finna do yeah so anyway um, i'm mad you said i'm not mad i'm actually happy that you said i hope you wake up wake up with a crook in your neck every day <laughs> every day that's the worst bro i hope you can't turn your your neck to the left anymore i hope your slide gets stuck i was just about to say hope you get out do people I get arthritis in their elbows i hope you get arthritis in your elbows you can only play in f- up to fourth position right i hope every time you go to seventh position on your trombone your your thingy your slide thing falls out. 
listen, instrumental methods was a long time ago. I forgot what that was called. Oh, Brass methods. My goodness. Oh, this is jokes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I love us. And when I say us, I mean black people in general. Like, come on. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, she got what she deserved. Because and it's crazy. It's crazy because like people are like well you know this is just not like you know this you gotta protest peacefully and whatever whatever i'm like y'all are mad because now you're afraid for your life on a daily basis but y'all didn't care about that when black people were like hey y'all are killing us in the streets hey over here we're dying hey like you know when when it was not in your face you didn't care about it. And so now that y'all are scared, oh, my God, I can't go to Target. Oh, my God, my Starbucks is gone. Like, now that, that you feel like, you know, that, that that things that you like and things that you like to do are are being compromised, now it's a problem. And now we got to protest peacefully. And now X, Y, and Z. First of all, there's never going to be a right way to protest to the people that you are protesting. Right. The people that you are protesting are never going to be like, you know what? Y'all really did that. You know what? Like, you know, we are protesting you. And so you're going to be mad. You're going to be mad about that. And it's just like, (laughs) I have to laugh. Because this white woman who was a police, I think she's the police chief of Santa Monica over here. She was like, you know, one of my deputies, you know, he was leaving the house and his wife turned to him and said, oh, my gosh. It's just so crazy. I like. I'm just. I don't want you to go. It's not safe. I said that sounds like my 14 year old brother going on a fucking jog. Right. You can. I said you can miss me with that. You can miss me with that. I don't feel safe going to walk my dog. I don't feel safe going to the grocery store. I don't feel safe going to school, to work, to the movies. I don't feel safe anywhere. I don't even feel safe in my own fucking house because they'll come up in here and, sh- and shoot they you dead in you. your four walls and they walk. <laughs> and walk oh my god so i'm like you have the audacity to look at the camera and say to black people my police officers are afraid to go to work you have a taser you have mace you have rubber bullets you have tear gas you have a fucking gun and you are in in your trayvon martin had uh, uh skittles in arizona People have people have nothing but the clothes on their backs and their black skin, and they're being shot dead in the street or or suffocated, handcuffed and 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 and, and suffocated to death while pleading for their lives. And you're gonna tell me about a police officer afraid to go to fucking work? I, I you listen. You know what? I I mean I already said I already warned y'all it was gonna be like this. Yeah, I'm I'm just at my wit's end. And another thing about that, another police officer was like, well, you know. We can't have, we can't sit down and talk about it until you stop this. First of all, yes, you can. Second of all, he also said like, oh, well, you know, people don't want to sit down and talk. That's that's a bold-faced lie because because check this out. A lot of people don't know this, but one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, she created another organization called Black Futures Lab. And they um, did this project called the Black Census Project um, that was the largest survey of black people in this country in 155 years. And from the data that they that they collected from that census, they made the Black Agenda 2020, which is a comprehensive Black agenda that um, addresses all the issues that are facing the Black community today, based on actual census data that they collected. 
You know how much organization it takes to do something like that? Right. And you trying to say that ain't nobody trying to sit down and talk and ain't nobody organized? You don't care. Because you weren't even trying to sit down and talk. That that black that black uh agenda 2020 has existed since before all of this. Since before y'all murdered George Floyd. So you don't you don't care to look stuff like this up and don't try to act like y'all so cooperative because y'all wasn't trying to sit down nothing until that target was was looted right and all these police officers like kneeling and stuff y'all could keep that too because honestly like i feel like all well not all good cops are back i'm like i feel like once you are part of an organization like that i feel like it's really i'm it's really no there's not a lot of good that could be coming out of it and a lot of these a lot of these there's a lot of videos of black cops going around talking about i'm trying to protect y'all not join i'm like miss me with that because you it's you can't it's very difficult to make change from within an with from within a system we see it in classical music you know what i'm saying it's 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 hard to near impossible to do it who is people making change they make their own stuff classically black podcast sphinx <clears throat> gateways <laughs> so it's like in another and right and on that same note people were like well you know it's you know there's some good cops and it's just you know not all cops and not all da, 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 da. meanwhile y'all y'all look at the protest and be like oh y'all burned down that target so we can't listen to none of y'all so d- nothing at all no all protesters stop and <laughs> can't and listen also, to nothing until you guys stop well we can't listen to nothing y'all got to say until y'all quit killing black people in the street how about exactly that? and also you know, it, talk about all not all cops are bad cops. I'm like, once you if you put a car seat out, and one of them car seats kills a baby, they taking all them car seats back. Don't tell me, don't tell me that all cops aren't bad cops. And also, there was a um, there was a video. There's a video going around. I don't know the exact the, the exact situation, but they pulled. They were arresting some guy in um in Philadelphia. He was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I don't know if he was being facetious or not because it was like the way because my cousin was like he's probably being facetious but like we believe black people okay mm-hmm. and the way the video was kind of far away and the police the police officer was like that he was like shut up you mf like that don't work here girl and i'm like we're people are protesting as we speak and that happened don't, so don't tell me miss me with that also like i've had listen i grew up in the city and i've gone i've gone to school in the booty crack of america you know what i'm saying rochester is not like in new york city okay it's not eastman if you want to go to eastman and you think you're gonna be in the <laughs> if you go to eastman you think you're gonna be in some big apple think again okay because you're gonna get out at LaGuardia and you'll be driving for a long periodically amount of time okay <laughs> i have gone to school in rural new york in rural Illinois, okay, I've had terrible interactions with the police, okay, so I don't want to, you can miss me with all that, you can, I'm not gonna put my business out here like that, but like the, the, the one that broke the camp, freaking, so you remember what happened to me in September 2018, with that, with that state trooper, right, you know what I'm saying, I'm not gonna put my business out here like that, but it's like, don't, I, you can miss me with all, you can miss me with all police, you know, no, nah. like, it's, 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 it's got to the point, like, seeing police, seeing a police officer is a traumatic thing for me, it that's just tra- that's that's just where it's like even me seeing you is traumatic you know what i'm saying if a police officer is in freaking front of me when i'm driving when i tell you it'd be like three cars length in front of me i'm not rolling up next to you or nothing like it is traumatic like police officers and I, you know what? i don't even have an option because we can't like 
like I saw black people taking nothing serious. I mean, black people take stuff seriously, but like they find the jokes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and people are like, we gotta get, we gotta eradicate the police. And I was like, we we gotta come up with something else though, because this girl was like, I'm I'm not trusting my neighbor to solve no murder. And it was like, <laughs> yes, that's true. We gotta figure something out. But it's like, yeah, but I think people mean like uh, eradicate the police as we know them. Exactly, and also like y'all talking about not all, but do, 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 do. I'm like, you know why the police were started because they freed the slaves and they need something to to regulate black people. Miss me with that. First piece of news this week: the composer um for the soundtrack of the movie, not yeah, soundtrack for the movie, the Joker, Joker is just Joker, um, has just won the Golden Globe Award for best original score. She's the first woman uh, in that award category to win solo. Meanwhile, Forest Park has a bunch of original scores. This is for a movie. Oh. This is the Golden Globes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is why they be like, did black people always just find something to complain? <laughs> I mean, the first thing, you know, I always do bad news first. Um... It's just trifle news first. So there's been some stuff going around uh, coming out of the Grand Teton Music Festival in Wyoming. They just fired three of their employees. Wait, whose music festival in what state? Grand Teton. Teton. Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say what I, what I know about. But go ahead. What are you going to say? Nothing. Go ahead. Well, Wyoming. I'm thankful for tea this year, so. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. And I'm thankful for employment, so. <laughs> right, so. Um, yeah, but is it, do you know if it's Teton or Teton? I think it's Tenton. Ten, 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 ten. Teton? Because is there, is there two N's? Wait, spell it. I, Grand according Tenton? to what I read. It's not Teton? Like you gonna swallow the end of it? Teton? Grand Teton? The one in Jackson? Well, that's oh. like, that's the only city in Wyoming, right? The only, I mean the one there's no, there's no I, it's spelled T-E-T-O-N yeah I thought it was Tetan Tetan yeah that's how you swallow the end of it that's how I was always said it oh Tetan it's like a legit music I, festival it sounded like it sounded like you were saying Tintin no 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 like, like Trenton maybe I might have said Tenten. that on accident but Tenten. yeah Grand Tetan yeah you're saying Tintin I'm saying Tetan Tintin Tetan <laughs> okay what happened <laughs> <laughs> Because okay, if it's pronounced like that, I, I'm hearing like I'm hearing Tenton, but I'm expecting Tenton. Oh, I'm saying your first thing, Tenton. Yeah, I'm saying an N though in that one, but there's no N there. Tenton, T E T, right? Tenton. Yeah. Okay, before you were saying Tenton. 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 I really want to move <laughs> on. Like I really. I, Even you know how I. You know how I am about words and pronunciation, so I'm like really like, like how is this? How are we not on the same page? I okay, just really want to find out what they did. I'm gonna say Tetan. Talk I'm about anything tetan. else? Because my first instinct was cheating. So <laughs> whatever it is, whatever the girls are doing, like tell me please, so we could. <laughs> well, what else gonna leave? About? I mean, it's a little different, but it's like if you wouldn't leave a, t- if you would not leave, one will get you sent to prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but i'm just saying like if you if you wouldn't leave an infant okay let's be real okay if you wouldn't leave a dog in a car you shouldn't leave an instrument in the car you're eight, but a lot of people leave their dogs in the car unfortunately if you care about your musical career 
Ding mit der Hand. Alright, Michael Vick. Annoying. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm a hot dog, a dead dog. It's not funny. Oh, shit. Everybody on here gonna know this is the vegan, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the vegans would not stand behind you on this one. Okay, so this week's Black Excellence goes to Jonathan Rush. Conductor extraordinaire. Have you seen a video of him conducting? Yeah, briefly. <laughs> I tell you, my man, this is the truth. Like the absolute truth. I was like, I just didn't know this is what we was doing. Right. Um, like it's like he's absolutely incredible. Um, and he's so nice and he's so humble. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a conductor from Hartford, Connecticut. Um, got his undergraduate um studies and his undergraduate studies um at the Ohio State. That the throws me off every time. Uh, is the Ohio State University Music Education. Come on, educator. Um, now he's doing his conducting studies at Peabody. Um, he recently won the Respighi Prize in conducting. Oh, that sounds fancy. Oh, it's, it's dummy fancy. Sounds a long to me. Um, when he was at Ohio State, he was the music director of the Buckeye Philharmonic Orchestra. So it's student run ensemble, but still the fact that you're the music director of that. Right. And also you got to get people to come to that. You got to get, like, it's an extra thing, you know, right. outside. You have to get people to be involved in that, to commit to that, concerts and stuff. Um, so in also the fact that his, his, um, his teachers put him in charge of like an orchestra like that, like the non-majors orchestra. It's like absolutely incredible. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, he's also um a conducting fellow with the Chicago Sinfonietta Orchestra. So Wait. he flies back and forth to what? to conduct the orchestra masterclasses. Um, That's insane. Like, it's just um insane. Let me keep going. My mouth getting dry. All these all accolades. Right. <laughs> some water, sis? <laughs> I mean, like, whoa. I was reading this bio, my mouth on the floor. I was like, Katie girl, step it up. <laughs> what we mean when we said black people are not going anywhere. Like, literally, why anyone, would, you know how much, you, you accomplish all this and he's all, he's like mid, uh, mid-20s? Are you joking? <laughs> black people are not going anywhere. Like, like right. literally what an asset to the music world well, exactly like, imagine if he never if he never picked up a baton what it's like we what do we do to deserve him <laughs> not not a thing and we will never um he's saying he's also he's saying um in the ohio ohio state university symphonic choir the glee club he was section leader in the glee club um and he made his debut solo at alice tully hall um with the glee club wow um oh don't stop there he made his conducting <laughs> debut at carnegie hall with the chamber orchestra of new york um well, i mean if all of you other conductors want to just go ahead and throw in the i mean if y'all really want to just call up mooty and be like yo job on the line i would just bow out gracefully we got some boxes we could just collect all the batons we could recycle them and make them into you know whatever y'all want but you don't you, need them we don't <laughs> it's 
Jonathan is here. I mean, Dudamel, you've had a nice run, but it, it was real cute, sir. Right. Um. You know. Well, you know what? It won't be over for every conductor because mm-hmm. I'm sure Jonathan can just tell us which orchestra he would like. Oh, right. And then that conductor is gonna have to leave, and they ain't really know two weeks. It's just gonna be like effective immediately. Effect- Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you just going to be like Jonathan. Just be like, you know, I think I'll take. Um, what am I feeling tonight? What am I fancy? Right. Um, you know, or we could just get him on that private plane with Adam, right? Going to all the major orchestras. All right, so I guess I guess Adam will have to take a seat. <laughs> I mean, but y'all been y'all been doing. You've had you dominated for too long, so right. it's time to sit down. Jonathan's right. here. You making con- conducting debuts right. at Carnegie Hall? I no, mean, this as, ain't normal. <laughs> like as what? long as LA Phil, CSO, and New York Phil get their schedule together, so that you know the they can have you know their concert staggered and he can get to each one then right because if he if he really if he starts on the east coast and work his way back he should be able to right and he, as long as he ain't doing no like brooklyn symphonies he right. should be able to <laughs> make it from new york to chicago to la right yeah because la three hours behind mm-hmm. so if we did like a, a matinee in new york yeah, and then right. like a six o'clock in chicago he can make it <laughs> for seven o'clock in in la right okay we'll, okay we'll put this together for don't you. worry jonathan we got you <laughs> um in addition to all he's done um with conducting he also is very involved with gospel jazz r&b um performed in various jazz ensembles um he's also the minister of music at um ebenezer temple in hartford come on bishop <laughs> <laughs> um and he serves as a liaison between um Serves as a liaison between all the music departments for the United Holy Church of America, like in that area. So, I mean, I guess he just don't schedule look like (laughs) something like yours times 3,000. (laughs) Um, so go ahead and check Jonathan out. We'll link his website, um, for you in the description. We'll also leave his, um, his Twitter and his Instagram handles. Check him out. He's absolutely the truth. Like, this is exactly what classical music needs. Like, just a humble he's absolutely just phenomenal he wait hold on i almost forgot he just <laughs> con- <laughs> he almost he just conducted uh nairobi film yeah, yeah the, nutcracker. the nutcracker the entire thing they fly you out to do ballets <laughs> to the motherland to the mother <laughs> nah, y'all, the ch- truth. y'all check him out and get right before you get left honey <laughs> because jonathan is here uh check out jonathan rush the epitome of black excellence this week for Black Excellence, very excited. Um, our friend Adam Sadbury is our Black Excellence this week. Hey, Adam. <laughs> so Adam uh, is a flautist. Come on, flautist. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I never know which one y'all prefer. Um, but uh, he is a flautist, uh, an alumni from Eastman. Okay, Meliora. Hey, yellow jackets. The ladies on me day. He literally, for those of y'all don't, that don't know, Meliora means ever better. Literally. Literally the. <laughs> he is the physical manifestation. Literally. Adam is sick, man. Like, I just, to be Adam, I, I, he must be exhausted from being so, like. Right. I just, I couldn't even imagine just all these successes just coming at you all at once. I just. You know what I think of? You're going to roll your eyes. You know what I think of? (laughs) You can't pre-roll them. (laughs) You know what I think of when I think about Adam? So, throwback to Versace with uh, the Migos featuring Drake. When he was, when he said, rap must be changing because I'm on the top and ain't no one on top of me. 
that's what I think of when I think about Adam. Okay, flute must be changing because he on the top and ain't nobody on top. Like, <laughs> literally, like, I ain't playing with you. I was like, Adam is out here. Okay, sold out uh, recital and hatch. When I tell you, I went to, first of all, my, I'm from Los Angeles. My mom got on a flight and flew all the way out to Rochester to see Adam's recital. Like, what? Because she wanted to see, and she was almost in tears at the end. Like, like <laughs> He is a celebrity. He's a real star. They had to open up the balcony and hatch. And hatch. I don't even know how many people hatch seats. It's a bunch. <laughs> it's a grip. I know that. <laughs> Come on, a grip. They, Shut up. They're not opening the balcony for nobody's recital. Exactly. Faculty a recitals. Re- they don't even faculty <laughs> recitals. You hear me? <laughs> wow. They opened that right up. It was it was packed in there. I've never seen that many people in hatch before. Oh to God. Oh my gosh. So he got his bachelor's and performance certificate from Eastman, uh, graduated last spring. Um, and for those of you who don't know at Eastman, the performance certificate ain't no little, you know. It ain't no little decoration. Exactly. It's not like, because <laughs> some schools you you like take an extra class and yeah. you do, do an extra recital. You get, no. Performance certificate, they give it to one person. Right. Typically one person from the instrument. I don't know how it works for wins. Sometimes they give it to no people. And no sometimes people. they give it to no, if you're not good enough, like yeah. they won't give it to anybody. <laughs> So literally, he went in there and dusted everybody. <laughs> right. And now all these faculty members scalped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they stretching the back of their necks like, dang. That's what <laughs> the next generation sounded like. He, right. He was like, they're like, dang, y'all, you play playing. <laughs> right. Damn. Okay. His teacher, uh, shaking. <laughs> job on the line. <laughs> job on the line. <laughs> Right, she afraid, afraid uh, Dean Rossi gonna walk by and, and hear it and be like, oh, who is that? <laughs> I have a vacancy, you know? <laughs> you I'm playing, I'm playing. You cut playing, cutting up tonight, dog. <laughs> I'm playing, she's phenomenal. Okay, but. <laughs> okay email from Jay Moore in the morning. <laughs> right, about to be a vacancy in the base studio. You keep playing around. <laughs> right, GT gonna need a new TA. <laughs> But um, onto you know his millions and trillions of acc- of accolades. Oh, y'all y'all gonna have to sit back, right? <laughs> y'all grab a snack <laughs> for real. Y'all comfortable? <laughs> um, because here we go. Um, he was the recipient of the 2017 Eastman Link Scholarship. So for those of y'all that don't know, the um, the Links have a um, they're an organization of Black women who um, you know they're dedicated to promoting and um, investing in, in youth. Um, and they have a scholarship, uh, partnered with Eastman where they, you know, they award one junior, um, uh, a scholarship. So of course, when he was a junior in 2017, um, he, or I guess spring 2017, he got the scholarship and he like got to give a recital and, uh, kill one and all that. So litty litty. Um, he was also um on from the top. They also not letting anybody any old body on from, from the, the top. top. Child. Oh my those are people you you write down their names and look exactly. out. No, seriously. For real. Yeah, you and you look out. Um and he's he has a million a million awards, um, uh from a lots of different uh festivals and competitions, including the National Association of Negro Musicians, which they have a national competition, um, which it rotates uh which which um category it is sometimes it's string sometimes it's like a uh, keyboard mm-hmm. uh, um but i think this past this past year was woodwinds mm-hmm. um you know dusted everyone um and everybody 
right he was also featured as a guest on wxxi's backstage pass which is like a special segment on wxxi's uh classical network so adam's just out here oh and best for life i can't believe i'm looking at the page right now i almost didn't say this the best for last tell him sister he won the DSO African American Orchestral Fellowship. What? He is on the DSO website under Meet Our Musicians. Meet Our Musicians. I'll be looking at Adam. I'll be like, "Wow, you really made it." You not we 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 not on the same level. Like like we we go to the same school. Adam Adam one of them that was bored on a Tuesday. Like, let me go ahead and get, go on here and get this degree real quick. Well, right. Well, you know, since I'm since I'm here, I okay. might as well. Okay, Sierra using uh, Adam as an inspiration for her song "Level Up." <laughs> literally, just I literally look at in awe. I'm like, in awe. wow, upper echelon. Like uh, upper echelon, they got something else on top of that. Upper he echelon. All right, he in the upper room. <laughs> for real, <laughs> I can't even. Wow, imagine. He is so successful. I can't even, I don't even know what, what could possibly come next. Sis. <laughs> sky, sky, not even a limit. What's, what, what's what, above what's, there? <laughs> universe. Right. Okay. Alternate universe. Spaceships are not even reaching that high. Like, mm. and I just, I just like, what has been a recurring theme with our black excellence is like, when you talk to Adam, he's just so kind. He's so inviting. Right. He's encouraging to others. Like you don't have to step on other people's necks to make it to the top. Exactly. Like and whoever told y'all that, like they lied. Right. Um, and, and he's just, he's just, um, he's an amazing person, an amazing human being and everything he has, he deserves. He just, he works right. hard. He puts his a hundred percent into everything. Clearly. Right. Like you literally on the DSO looking at us. Right. Like, wow. I just can't. I'm, I'm so excited to see him in action. I just can't wait to see where how far he's gonna go. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm so excited for him. I'm so excited for his trajectory, and it's just gonna be like so amazing and humbling to watch. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm so, I'm just so proud of him. Right. <laughs> so proud of just him. Just so proud. All right. Whew. Now that we're settling down from hyping him up, right. <laughs> time to get out of here. Right. Right, to Black Excellence. Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there is room for everybody at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Okay, so my Black Excellence this week is long overdue. Um, so me and me and Katie have talked about people that we shout out on the show, like in is passing it? Is a it? lot. <laughs> we shout out in <laughs> passing on the show a lot. But we've just never had them as black excellence just because, like, I don't know. We just have. There's no reason. There's no reason. I'm so angry. Actually, I never thought about (laughs) what the heck. Because the thing is, there's certain people that it's like, do we really even have to say it? Like, they're just so high caliber in black excellence that it's like, do we we don't even really have to tell y'all. Yeah, we're talking about Martin Luther King next. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's just some people that it's just like, girl, we already know. So this week... Our black excellence is Joseph Kanye. Ah! <laughs> oh, God, period, period, period. And that's it. And that is the black excellence, period. The okay. name. <laughs> that is it. Like, if y'all don't know. If you didn't know, now you know. Like, I mean, uh, I don't understand. And shame on you for not knowing. I mean, you can't. And, like, I really, I really don't. Like, th- th- that's the reason why I was like, when I was like, okay, what, what prompted this was that <laughs> basically um, on Instagram, I saw. Oh yeah, when he just um, that he was a finalist. finalist. I'm like, yeah, for the 2020 Lewis Music Prize. Okay, Lewis Prize for Music. Um, and then 
I kid you not, this is exactly what I said when I saw that. I was like, well, he's done it again. (laughs) (laughs) What what doesn't this man do? (laughs) I was like, he's done it again. Like, so I was just like, you know what? Even though it goes without saying, I'm making my black excellence this week because come on. And he vegan, period. Plant powered. Okay, well. um, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, We should. I'm just going to. We should get uh go out to lunch at Sphinx so we can I mean we, you outnumbered so okay not outnumbered going to a vegan restaurant time for a seitan sandwich well anyway <laughs> um, I'm just gonna read off a couple of things um from his illustrious bio um illustrious the ones that we don't deserve no one deserves right okay I quit. so as um as we all probably know, he is the assistant principal um, in the Philadelphia Orchestra since 2010. Period. Yeah, he's been that good for a minute. Uh, Imagine being popping all your life. What a, what right. a concept. But honestly, even from before that, because he joined uh, Philadelphia Orchestra after being after having tenure with um, Atlanta Symphony, uh, the Grand Rapids Symphony, uh, where he was principal bass, and the Santa Fe Opera Orchestra. Okay. Period. Um, he's also a chamber musician. He's an artist of the Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center. Honestly, my freaking dream job. Like, <laughs> you know how I am. I love chamber music mm-hmm. and have trouble getting people to play with me as a bass player because they all want to play. I want to play this string quartet. I want to play this piano trio. Meanwhile, why? Um, okay. He's also performed. <laughs> he's also performed um as a soloist. Um, with many different symphonies, the Richmond Symphony, the Alabama Symphony, also the Sphinx Symphony. He won second prize in the 2004 Sphinx competition. That's crazy. All these symphonies yeah, can yeah, afford yeah. him. Wow. I mean, no wonder they must have been saving up for a while. No wonder they busting budgets. That makes sense now. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Right. I was wondering. Um, of course, he went to Curtis. Um, okay, Curtis, period. <laughs> period. On, I mean. Curtis. I mean, they really. I mean, they probably paid him to go there. No, honestly. right. I'm about to say he went to Curtis. Curtis went to him. I was just about to say, because <laughs> ain't no way Curtis went to him. Ain't no way he at in hand. Ain't no way he took pencil to paper to apply to Curtis. You can't. You're right. They gonna make me believe that. Right. He was getting ready to just jet <laughs> off and be black and excellence elsewhere, and they called him, please, sir. Please, 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 please sir. <laughs> please, sir. Consider us. Just. just <laughs> Just shave off a smidgen of your talent and bring it over here. <laughs> like, just we don't even need the whole thing. Just a smidgen. Do it. Like, one year. Put, just give us one year. <laughs> we'll give you the gr- promise. We'll make it worth your while. <laughs> um, he's also received a plethora of awards. Um, he is a 2019 Sphinx Organization Medal of Excellence recipient. Period. Um, I know. Period. Um, and which was accompanied by a career grant. Um, and ceremonies at the Kennedy Center and the Supreme Court of the United States. Um, just all types of stuff. I just, my mouth is getting dry. Um, he also received the C. Hartman Kuhn Award, which is the highest honor bestowed on a musician of the Philadelphia Orchestra. Um, like, <laughs> like, it's just your yearly reminder, hey, he's better than you. Um, Joseph, what you be doing? How you get that? get that i never heard it it. was he was selected by their music director like like he the music director got up on that podium stepped over the principal 
he he looked around at the at all the musicians on stage and he was like you 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 right there <laughs> what year did you. he get that um in 2018 oh dang i'm about to say before he got principal that would have been i thought it was oh, he's assistant principal no i'm saying it before i'm sorry i thought it was before i thought you said 208 i was like oh okay oh, 20 no. <laughs> how you get it before you in orange because <laughs> <laughs> he deserves it <laughs> You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Right, he on a sub list one day. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Forget all of y'all, right? Because he, um, him. <laughs> later, um, later in the same year, twenty eighteen, uh, he was named one of Musical America's thirty professionals of the year. Um, innovators, independent thinkers, and entrepreneurs. And you know what? This makes sense because this just came out this year, and I was thinking, why is he not on here? It's because he done already got it. <laughs> <laughs> That makes perfect sense because when I saw that he got that he was a finalist for the other award, I was like, "Why he not on this list? He done already got all right, it. clean sweep, period. Take all <laughs> their stuff, step on right. their necks." Um, in 2015, he was the um, recipient of the inaugural Young Alumni Award for uh, his alma mater, Curtis Institute. No, which l- listen, their the alma mater, one. Joseph Conyers. That's we okay. have to make sure that we flip it around. We gotta, we gotta pay respect to what respect is due. Right, but the inaugural one. So you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they made that uh, that award just for him. Yeah, there's there has been no more since. <laughs> you the first and the last and the only. <laughs> um. Also, there's more. In 2007, he was named one of the 30 leaders under 30 by Ebony Magazine. You're kidding? <laughs> no, you're no, you're freaking lying. I'm not kidding. No, I'm, gonna I'm not that. kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. 30 under th- he's on 30 under 30. Listen, come on, black excellence. <laughs> um, and then in nineteen ninety nine, we just going you if you think like, oh, this is as far back as it goes. Nope, it goes back further. Nineteen ninety nine, I was one. Probably um, probably before birth at this rate. <laughs> um, he was one of the first guests on um the pilot show t- the pilot show taping of NPRs from the top. Like <laughs> Yeah, that that's probably where they, they were trying coming up for a name, like, okay, so we have Joseph Connor. We right, they should have named the, it. He is the top, right? Like, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that now you know what I was wondering, like where the name from the top came from. But like that makes sense because if we're gonna start with Joseph Connie, it's like where else are we starting from? Not the middle, right? <laughs> Definitely. I'm not. glad I'm getting so from much the clarity. Top. Um, that's what they should have named it from the tippy from the top. tippy top, or like you girls <laughs> could t- never. No. Well, my mom said the tippiest of tops. <laughs> Um, he's also taught at numerous summer festivals and given master classes at um, all kinds of leading conservatories like Colburn, Curtis, New England Conservatory, Yale, um, Peabody. He needs to come to Eastman. I've been meaning to put in a request for him to come to Eastman either for bass-related things or for in- Institute of Music Leadership because they do take requests for speakers. So I need to get on that because, I mean, I don't know if Eastman has it in their budget. Yeah, um, I to mean. Bring him here. Just because yeah, I, I mean like, it's got to be at least what three million. I I mean at the I, I mean starting. Yeah right. Just just to show up and be and be in his presence. So he founded his no, his own nonprofit project four forty. Um, you, pro- you can find out about it at project four forty dot org. Of course, I'll link that in the Black Excellence section of, section of the episode. Um, 
But Project 440 uses music as a tool to engage, educate, and inspire young musicians. It also um, provides them with life skills uh, to become tomorrow's civic-minded entrepreneurial leaders, just following his footsteps. Right. Um, he's partnered with Carnegie Hall, of course, the Philadelphia Orchestra, and Curtis, and the New York State Summer School of the Arts, um, and the Settlement Music School in Philadelphia. Um, in 2015, he was also appointed music director of uh, Philadelphia's All City Orchestra, um, which is the top orchestral uh, orchestra in the school district of Philadelphia. Um, and Project 440's programs are also accessible to high school musicians in the school district of Philadelphia free of charge. Woo, Chile. Just two more things. <laughs> Just two more things. Praying for you, sister. Um, he's Right. He's currently um, on the National Advisory Board of the Atlanta Music Project, um, and he has also uh, served on the board of ASTA, the American String Teachers Association. Um, so I just, I mean, I also follow him on Instagram. He's also Instagram famous. He's an influencer. I just, whew, I feel like I just ran a marathon. I mean, imagine how he feels. And I mean, also, he what is he what what's he saying he worked out like every day uh he could so he could run a marathon i couldn't a marathon i remember i texted you and i was like would you rather run a marathon or have to take public transpa- transportation every day for the rest of your life and i was like I'll, I'll catch you on the bus because i can't wear to run a marathon i feel like it's like 26 miles i feel like i would definitely die trying i mean i'm pretty like i work out quite a bit not as much as he does it's like every day I do like four times a week, but um, I definitely would die trying. Twenty six miles, but I'm definitely gonna try because I hate the bus. So, <coughs> okay, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta go. Go ahead. What you got? You got news? Uh, well, before news, we have this is a, this. Oh, this yeah, <laughs> this bonus segment. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness! It's a little, it's a it's a cross between news and black excellence. It's a hybrid. It's one in its own. It's we honestly it's, should have like a like a what they doing now? No, it, more specifically, what is Adam doing now? It it changes quarterly because <laughs> Adam, Adam refuses. First of all, for for those of y'all who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Adam Sadbury. Um, if you don't know, then now you know. Uh, get with the program. I mean, but how don't you know? You know what? You you don't know what you don't know. But like, okay. I'm. I just. Adam, what a legend! Like, <laughs> like, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell tell the I people s- if you can what what he did. I I can I even get it out? I mean, like I'm choking because he has his foot on my neck on a constant basis. On a constant, like take your foot off my neck. So, so Adam was one of our one of our early Black Excellences or Black XLI, whatever you want to say. Okay, it's, <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> it's not Black XLI. Literally not. <laughs> okay. So I'm minding my own business. A couple of days ago, scrolling through my Twitter, just be, minding I'm, my business. I'm shaking just thinking about it. Honestly, I have goosebumps. To, like <laughs> I have goosebumps. Like I cannot believe how subtle it was. He couldn't even announce it. He just shared. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. I, I uh. hate him. I do. <laughs> you couldn't even so, like announce it like a normal person. You shared the press. Okay. Right. So I'm looking. I'm minding my own business, scrolling through my Twitter. I see Adam. He retweeted something with the little smiley face and, and the music notes. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the Memphis Symphony Orchestra talking about breaking news. Adam Sadbury is new principal. Flip. I'm just. 
go back. Go back. Go back. The fact that how do you get your first job and you principal food? Principal? <laughs> you the heck? I can't. First of all, you at the very tippity top of the score. The tip ain't nothing above you on the score. Oh my gosh. I'm not- what? And you know, it's like I'm not surprised because I knew this was coming. I mean, I, knew, I definitely knew Adam, it was coming. Adam, Adam has been at the top for for a long time, and he just I'm like, and you ain't I, gonna tell me, you ain't gonna tell me they ain't staggered that flute concerto. So so he wasn't yet again sweeping the girls at Eastman. You ain't gonna tell me right. that, you right? Ain't gonna tell they, me. They, they conveniently added a flute concerto competition the year after he graduated. I was like, yeah, because what, 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 what would be the the point of sitting through all those auditions just because you know what's going to him? Yeah, and what? it probably would have made him if he was there make him play first. So like, no, nah, they probably made him play last. And, so like, and they would fair. want people to enter, and I feel like everyone else in his studio would be like, whoa, what's the point? You know? Yeah, I'd be like, ain't no way because all i know is everybody who plays the flute unfortunately if, unless you unless you want to you know just play recreationally if you're hoping to get a job i'm just i'm just telling you now you you ought to unscrew your head joint for the very last time because adam I, he's coming for your job it doesn't matter where you work it doesn't matter what's next adam like what what is next because i know they're trying to lock him down and they're probably giving him all type of tenure from 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 the get he don't right. even got no grace period nope right Probably got tenure, seven hundred thousand dollars, a parsonage, you know, right. parsonage condo, in a pear tree. right? A condo in Florida, a yacht, right? And they Bora Bora. And you know what? Honestly, I'm just surprised that that you know, even if you don't play the flute, Adam's coming for your job as well. I mean, I'm even I'm shaking in my boots. Honestly. I feel like. I feel like it, he's just so good that they're really just going to create a whole new meaning of orchestra that's just solo flute. Because who else in the orchestra? Because who else in the orchestra is keeping up with Adam? Who else? I just want to name just one. That's it. If I you mean, can give me just one, just, then I'll stop. Every time the Memphis Symphony Orchestra, it's going to have to be renamed. I mean, they don't have to change it to M- from MSO because it's honestly like Adam and them, like f- like from now on. Like, I mean, I don't know how they feel about that, but like you can't deny the fact that that's what it is. You know, I mean, God bless it. I feel bad for no, I feel honored for the people who get to witness Adam. And best believe, I, you know, one of these days, if if he stays here long enough, if he's not poached by you know Berlin or something like that, um, I will be on a plane down to Memphis uh, to witnesses because I will, we should go to the first concert, the first one. Although he's probably not going to tell us what it is after he hears it. <laughs> But you know what? So sorry for you, Adam, and the rest of the girls. We will be there with poster board in hand because MSO has a, has a website. Let me just hop on mm. over. Did they release their... Um, you know what? Can we get... You know those air horns? Could you imagine if we brought those to... <laughs> I mean, it's on brand. My my grandmother brought one of those to my graduation at Walt Disney Concert Hall. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bullhorns and, and confetti. <gasps> in those little poppers oh my god let's see oh 2019 20, 2020 concert season let's say september 28th oh perfect we'll be there adam i'll be in i'll be in attendance and and no you know what's great about him being like the he- oh i can't even say that you know what's great about him being <laughs> <laughs> the head flu like the flu mm-hmm 
it's a fact that I know you're gonna be on every work, every concert. Deep. <laughs> so we can just have our pick. Which one of these has the biggest flu? Oh, they doing Shahrazad. Oh, I know. First of all, I I hope they they I hope they took it into account in their budget that they were gonna have to you know buy scarves and edge control for everybody in the orchestra. I don't feel like they did. But um, you know what? That's probably covered by their health insurance. Yeah, because you know oh. Acts of Adam. Yeah. But good yeah. thing they have health insurance. So I was just gonna you know, I wasn't gonna say that. But. I wasn't gonna say it, but I feel like the Lord put it on my heart. <laughs> God up there like I did not tell you to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you know how they have like you in your homeowner's insurance, it covers like ha- acts of God. Like, you know, they they probably got something on their thing that's acts of Adam. Acts of Adam. Yeah. Like, like when the girls that, just start falling out. Yeah. And and then your 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 eyebrows singeing off and you just uh, Wow. You know what? I wanna try to make the depending on on what time it is, I wanna go try to make this uh Shahrazad. I know the flute be all up in that. I wanna hear. Mm-hmm. Mark our mark your calendar, Adam. We're coming. Just, classically black on the road. Class, for real, classically. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't. What what what's next for you? Like, first I of mean, all, first of all, just for for context for y'all who don't know, Adam is right now. First of all, Adam just graduated. Adam just graduated in twenty eighteen. Just graduated with his undergrad from Eastman. And all then, the while. Go ahead. And then, and, th- and then, no, you could go ahead and tell him what else, what and he's then, doing right now as we speak. And then, he gets the DSO fellowship. Oh. And, like, <laughs> and, and I, I thought it was going to get no better from there. Like, I, I was like, okay, well, at least, like, like, he's doing this. And, like, what else could he possibly be doing? You know? You're already so, you're already so illustrious and successful for your age and for where you are. Like, I'm like... You know he's he's gonna revel in this and he's gonna he's gonna sit in this and DSO is probably gonna beg him to stay and all that. But he's like, actually, uh, you guys can beg all you want, but I'll be going over here. And then you know what? He'll he'll what, as soon as either the girls can't take it anymore in Memphis or, um, he picks his next orchestra, he'll be there, just rising nope. through the ranks. And right. then, um, after he's tired of orchestras at the probably the illustrious age of twenty six. Um, right. after he's played in all of them, um, he'll probably go on a world tour of sorts. Probably, yeah. First flutist in uh in Antarctica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Imagine that's great. Imagine, and you know what? I still have my program from his recital. Girl, you better, and it's in pristine condition because I know I'm gonna have to pawn that or something to stay afloat. Girl, my advice to you, like I will put that, like you know how. You know how like uh you go to like some some string instrument shops and they have a vault downstairs where like they mm-hmm. keep like the real expensive ones like Guarneri's. I'll get something like that. Put it in the middle of your mama's house. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because so, so it's like temperature control. The right. um, what's it called Cincinnati Symphony? They got this thing where like if the if the building catches on fire. The the or the orchestra librarians have like either thirty seconds or a minute, probably a minute because that's more realistic. Um, <laughs> to leave, like they have to get out the building, out, get out the library, and the library has its own exit because mm. like it sucks the air out of the um out of the entire room, mm. so like those scores can be preserved. You gonna need something like that. 
That's true. And because, you know, and, and let me just go back. Let's just go back to Adam's recital. Because, first of all, my mom, like, my mom came came to, you know, she'll come to people's recitals as she can. But she made it a point to come to Adam's recital all the way from Los Angeles. And, I mean, of course, she did the same for yours because, I mean, y'all are in the same boat. So, anyway, let's, let's skip <laughs> over that. However, um, what a wise choice because that's the last time Adam performed for free. I, exactly. And only because he had to. And no. you know <laughs> <laughs> Dang, sh- I bet you Eastman kicking themselves. They should have charged at least 50 cents. Right. At that, at that, we uh, been, they could have took the orchestra on tour with that money. Exactly. People, Y'all could have built a whole new wing, the Adam Sadbury wing. They gonna have to. You know to. what? I'm I'm speaking that because that's probably gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Or he's like, not even gonna have to pay for it. Maybe he'll retire from flute at the age. Well, Adam's gonna live forever, so maybe at the age of like 107, he'll retire from snatching y'all edges, and like he'll come back and, and teach at Eastman, and it'll be like the Adam Sadbury studio. Yes. Or you know what? You know Eastman's great. He's done a lot for us, and we appreciate it. However, it, it, you know it's time for us to retire that name. Let's just go ahead and do that. The Sadbury School, School of Music. Music. I think that's better. You know what Adam might do though? He probably would be one of those um studio teachers that only teach like once every six weeks. Mm. And maybe he could maybe he could do that and like he'll be like adjunct at Eastman, but they'll be playing right. him. He'll probably be like the top paying faculty member at Eastman, which is well that's deserved. True. And just so everyone knows, if you're thinking of studying with Adam, I feel like he should just preface every lesson with "I'm gonna teach you," but just know that you'll never be as good as me. I mean, I think it's only fair because there's never gonna be another Adam. There I never mean, will be. I mean, imagine. Because wow, there's not enough talent in the world to go around to, for there to be another Adam. That's I mean, I'm excited, and I remember I remember his his recital so vividly because. Because I was appalled at the amount of people that were there. He did it in Hatch. And Hatch, see, I looked it up. Hatch seats 222 people. When I tell you, they had to open up the balcony because wow. so many people came to his. I was, his recital was packed. It was packed. The entire they know. was full. They had to open up the balcony. They don't open up the balcony for faculty artist series. That happened in Hatch. I wow, mean, Adam. everybody was there. I just, and I don't, he has, no, nice he has no regard. And he's like, yeah, that's a problem I have with him. It's like, there's not enough people like Adam in the classical music world because there are people who are far less popping. I mean, like far. I'm talking about like way, 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 way at the way bottom. Less. Well, like, I'm talking about like way less. I'm talking about like if Adam's 110%, they are 0.307, right? Mm-hmm. Who, ha- who are so full of themselves. Like we need way more Adams. Like you talking to Adam about all his his flute accomplishments and he act like he went to go buy a sandwich down at the at the local subway like it's not that's not what we're talking about and i mean like yeah like you want to be humble and everything but adam like let's be real that's what i told him i was like so adam we're gonna give this whole humble thing up because it's getting old just admit that you're popping and you have you have the receipts to back it up you literally okay first of all i just want to applaud the simple things like you have health insurance before you had to be kicked off your mama's. Before your mama get put her on yours. My mom sat me down. She's like, Katie, you have until August to go to the doctor. I said, ma'am, I'm signing up. Don't worry. <laughs> like, it's real out here. You got people, you got people bandaging up broken arms. You got health insurance. I God just, bless. And, and you know what? And 
the thing about this is that this isn't even the end. This is just his first. Oh, his, absolutely. This isn't right. even the end. So we're gonna have to do another one of these, and probably another, and then another, and another. He graduated so, in 2017, right? 2018, right? Adam, I think it was 2017. No, because 2017 was was my freshman year, and he was my he was my RA my sophomore year. Yeah, but remember your freshman year and my first year at grad school both it started in 2016. Yes, and ended in 2017. Right, and then he started the DSO in 2017 because DSO is two years. So no, he stuck. He was, was my RA my sophomore year of high school. I mean, my sophomore year of, of college, which started in 2017 and went to 2018. I know this uh, mic is blocking my appalling. The reason why I try to justify it is because... <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't even finish... you. Okay. You ain't even finished the damn fellowship at, at DSO before you got a job? Right. No, let me, let me, I'm so confused. He graduated in 2018. In 2018. <laughs> the DSO fellowship is two years. He you ain't even finished the damn fellowship? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He didn't even <laughs> finish it. Wow. You know what? I don't even want to hear I, nothing else from him. I don't even Wow. Because, okay. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this makes sense. <clears throat> Excuse me, Baze. Baze, like, okay, you do your DSL fellowship for two years. You get a little job. Wow. I just. I, I actually have nothing else to say. I am appalled. Like, you didn't even finish the. You didn't even finish. They even finished. They gotta do all this just because of you. Because of you. Because of you. Yeah. Okay. I have. I have nothing else. I have nothing more to give. (laughs) Nope. I'm so sorry. You know how many people are just like are just praying that they get this fellowship, and you're like, actually, I'm done early. Yeah. You know what? I can have it. I wash my hands clean. Actually. Um. Thank you so much for the offer. I'll go take a paying job. I just. But you know what? The principal flew to the DSO is probably has a whole weight lifted off of her shoulders because she. I mean, imagine, imagine having she Adam was, sitting next to you, bite like oh. Oh, she was probably sweating. Her brow was sweating the whole time because she's like, so when he's done with this, he's coming for my job. I know it. She was probably scraping together her retirement, um, just you know trying to 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 scrimp and and, and save where she could just to prepare because she knew that he was coming up on the end of his fellowship and and look what he does so humble so kind to spare her and take a job somewhere else for now for now for now (laughs) oh adam i i I honestly have nothing else to say like i i'm I'm still i'm actually speechless i'm speechless okay well adam (laughs) <laughs> I know he's not gonna want to sit through twenty minutes of this. And you better sit through all nineteen minutes of this. <laughs> you will listen to all of it because it's all true. So every single part. If you did want us to talk about it, you should have accomplished it. So yeah, well, make well, it you can't help it though. I mean, make just, it plain. It's just if I could just touch the hem of his garment. I mean, if I could just touch the just the corner of his head joint. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just if, just if I could just. Oh my gosh! Besides Adam snatching edges, you got news this week.
So here I am minding my own business. Minding my own blackity black <laughs> business. Honestly, just like I'm about to go teach. I'm just scrolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm over here. My edges have just replenished from last week's episode. And I see. Who do, who do I see? Joseph Kanye. And you know, you've seen that picture before. And you're like, oh, he, he basing again. Right. Little did I know. <laughs> Little did I know. I freaking read the caption talking I'm about. Like, no. No, I can't even say it. I can't even. <laughs> I read the caption talking about. Uh, delighted to be joining the delighted. factory oh at the Juilliard School. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the lady texted me immediately in all caps. You see this Joseph junk? <laughs> I was taken aback. How you, how you just, you just, you just, okay. you just in there? You just, you just teaching there? You just. I, like what? You clocking I, in? You just off, off to the job? Like, like what? what? Okay, okay. The the freaking okay. The Philadelphia Orchestra. Okay, fine. Hey, we we pop Like as if that wasn't enough. I mean, oh my god! In the in the Project Four Forty. Okay, we get it. Inspirational, <laughs> but you just you just keep things like things and things. And like I don't want to say I was shocked. Because like yeah. who are we talking about here? You know. Yeah, I mean, it's not because it's not like yeah. How do we explain? It's not like Joseph got this. Yeah. How did he get it? Yeah, no, like I was shocked that they got him. Oh yeah, like, that's very true. When I say congratulations, I'm not congratulating him. I'm oh, congratulating definitely the Juilliard school. School. First of all, this is hopefully it's a turnaround. It's I want all the people to be black over there before we can start here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just honestly, I'm just speechless. Like. Dang, they put the use of his last day budget on him, didn't they? Right. I'm like, so I'm you know what? I'm gonna pin a, a letter to the dean and be like, you know what? <laughs> I just want to personally congratulate you. Yeah. Because we, we might have to start a GoFundMe for Juilliard after after that contract. <laughs> right. Cause like what do you even freaking pay him? What do you what do you pay? Endowment him? going to his salary. <laughs> <laughs> and then some and then an IOU. <laughs> Cause y'all could never pay him what he deserves. So. At all what he deserves. <laughs> Kidding. Y'all gonna have to break open the the mint to the entire country. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what? Yeah. I just it didn't just in a little post like it's some regular thing. Like it's a regular thing. Like, like, I'm just so irritated, honestly, because it's like no. I'm just I'm lost. I'm 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 irritated at the fact that like <laughs> it was just so regular. Like, what? hey y'all. Like, imagine I can. That is a. That is. A level of black excellence that I can't even relate. Like I could, that's I, it's unfathomable. Like, see me. First of all, what am I ever lost for words? <laughs> Dang. All right, y'all. We gonna have to make a, a hashtag and everything. Like, go fund me for Julia because ain't no way, ain't no way everybody else getting paid. Not this year. And Katie wasn't the, like I wasn't even the only person, or Katie wasn't the only person that I talked about this with. Somebody else in my studio, another black person in my studio. Um also black and excellent texted me and was like you see this black excellence on the thing i was like see? see i was like i know and he he didn't even send me like a screenshot nothing i knew exactly what he was talking about i was like you just seen the post he was like yeah i just seen it i was like see like this is like a new level of like how you just how you get up in the morning and be like wow i'm popping like <laughs> like you just you just another what? day <laughs> another awesome day like another day being me like lit <laughs> I bet it is. Like, like I was telling, like, like I said before, I'm like, there's some people who are like, dang, I got two jobs, and then there's him who's like, I got two jobs, like, two amazing jobs. They probably and they probably begged him to be <laughs> right. Ain't no way to please, get, sir. Please, sir, we we beg. Please, I beg. Because <laughs> ain't no way 
You can't tell me he filled out an application. That you not gonna lie to me. <laughs> like that, I pen to paper. Nah, girl. They 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 filled an application for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Name the Julie Art School. <laughs> yep. Like maybe. Okay, I just can't imagine. I, I just imagine just being popping all the time. Like, like you're just that girl. Like you wake up in the morning, like wow, I'm lit. Like you just <laughs> what, 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 what do you say? Oh, you know, I'm just gonna go down Philadelphia Orchestra, play some tunes. Like imagine, I couldn't even fa- like I would settle for just a, a like a little slither of one of the jobs he has. Like at this point, like at this point, it's kind of like. You don't even you aspire to that? I don't have the capacity for that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know me. I'm I speak stuff into existence, but there's some things. You know what you know what that reminds me of? Okay. So you know, I don't know these superhero movies, but because I just we just got into this after Black Panther. After we were Googling everybody in the gym. Right. There was one, I think it was No, it was um what was it? Infinity mm. War? Was that the one where he killed everybody? The snappy the snap, the snap one? one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's upset. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I told somebody that I I watched Black Panther was the first Marvel movie and they're like I'm upset that you haven't seen everything before that and I'm like I'm upset that there was that. never it was I'm upset, upset there's no more black people before that well that's not true uh, what's that that boy with the boy <laughs> girl man I was gonna with say the, else. with the wings on him He's you know who? the sidekick to Captain America Ant Man no that's no that's what's his name wait who's the dude that run real fast the <laughs> Wait, hold up. The, the the skinny one, he's tall. Oh, no, that's like, and, okay, there's him. Oh, wait, that's a different show. No, his name is Falcon. I Falcon. Him, that's what I'm thinking of. That was him, but he And what? Samuel L. Jackson, isn't he? Oh, he's that guy, Nick he, Fury, the guy with the eyes. Okay. Is he a patch? I don't know. He wears black. Mm-hmm. Him, and then there's another guy, the one that's played by Don Cheadle. The war machine, the guy with the big suit. And I laugh every time I see him. Because I don't know what to do. You know, because every time I see him, you're like, why are you laughing? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. You recognize him if you if you saw him. But anyway, back to my point was in Infinity War when they were like, okay, so we literally can't be Thanos. And Thor goes to that planet with the big midget, and he holds open that thing. Like they're like, oh, we need to we need this sun or whatever to heat this metal because it's like some of course some alien metal that like only the sun can heat. And like mm. they're like, but it's not like it can't stay open so you gotta have to hold it open and like no man can like hold this thing open mm-hmm. and like but thor is like an alien and like he's the only person that can like stand the capacity mm-hmm. of like the s- literal sun blasting him mm-hmm. i'm like that's joseph conyers and this <laughs> his agree. career actually yeah, that's like who can withstand this who, who's the last person to have a career like this <laughs> also I, the listeners are probably like all of that <laughs> I, I, I people had no idea where I was going. I knew. I knew actually forgot for a minute where I was going, so I had to keep talking. I hate that. I hate when that happens. <laughs> to try to draw my memory, but yeah. He gonna be one of the people that like, and then, um, what's that real guy? And then Primrose did this, and then like you, it's gonna be, you're gonna be in a book. Like people gonna be book. going people, down in history. People are gonna be studying you. No card for music history. Right. What the heck? Are you good? Come on, chapter. <laughs> what a you get your syllabus? Uh, week seven. <laughs> Only one week? It, ha- it has to be seven. Actually, seven. Class. Let's just go ahead and just make a class. It has to be seven and at least seven week seven and eight because it has to. Yeah, it's going to be a class. Yeah, we're just going to have to make a class. 
one of the things I said, like one of the things that I'm, we talked about this that I'm passionate about is living forever. And the way you live forever is if you have a legacy. I was taking notes because I guess he don't mean him to be living forever. <laughs> right. Like so. this is how you live forever. So I'm just going to, let me, um, this is podcast. Unless, unless uh, Al Gore's internet dies, at least this podcast is part of it. <laughs> like about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so part of your legacy you want to hide <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm just he I think he just I'm exhausted I just you, like you please wa- don't achieve anything else like I'm sorry like we can't take it we can't take it he's like the Beyonce of pimps I agree the Simone Biles of pimps right flipping all through he's there. literally the Simone Biles of, who's doing it better Who, do you know anyone who's doing it better than him Meanwhile, there's people. There's probably people who are like, yes, I know, but I doubt it. That's because me. the thing, the <laughs> thing that's impressive about Joseph Connie is not, not even just to gas him. It's the fact that like you, you're excellent in all areas. It's not like you just teach or like right. You just by the basis like you're passionate about like philanthropy right. and teaching. And he conducts. Right. And he plays the bass and he teaches at Juilliard. It's like like. <laughs> It's like all areas of, of your life are on full caliber. And he's vegan. That's what you're supposed to go right. Let's try it again. And he's vegan. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, he's better than me. Oh, he fit. I'm even here. Can't, can't even pick my base up. That's crazy. I'm just, I'm really exhausted. I can't even do the episode no more, actually. Well, that was a show. So. Thanks for listening to the Classic Black Podcast. So. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Like, what is there? What else you want to talk about? What follows this? What What do you, we should put this last. <laughs> oh, that's where the black excellence go. Yeah. Oh. And also, so we, and we did with Adams, we did it first, because that, for the contrast, like, you don't want to do, like, the black excellence back to back, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's also just like, I had to get this off my chest. You work, you just... I'm just irritated by how smooth it was. Like, he was just like, yeah, you know, by the way, <laughs> went on Craigslist, you know, a little. Right. Just picked up another gig. Just a little gig. A little side <laughs> gig. <laughs> just a little something. Just a little side gig on faculty at the Juilliard School. Nothing. Nothing big. Like, on faculty. Like, you are. Faculty. Like, when you go on, when you apply to Juilliard, you scroll down for your teacher preference. <laughs> like, he's going to be on that. You <laughs> s- he probably was on that. He probably. People already knew when he when he started. I didn't even read the whole post. I was screaming. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't even. I freaking eyes glazed over. Hey, but I was read it. Actually, I actually did not read it. I was like, I got to do it. And then yeah, right. No, let me let me pull this up. Because <laughs> I didn't. Who Julissa feeling like? Um. Yeah, I didn't read it. I was. Oh, there's another guy. I almost threw my at it too. <laughs> Sorry, Dang, like, that sucks. <laughs> he's literally principal of the mid. Like, oh. not no insignificant man. Like, <laughs> but honestly, I'm sorry. Oh, how gracious are you? He put that in the post. It's like in the yeah. Oh. He, put in the, he put link in bio, and I'm oh, reading. Okay. I thought he wrote thing. that out. Because honestly, it should be. I Meanwhile, literally, I could never ever touch that other guy's garment. But it's Joseph Conyers and friend, as far as I'm concerned. And he said no. <laughs> Did he respond to your comment? This is hilarious. <laughs> he gon' I was glad when I saw when I saw that, I was like, and we doing the show tonight? Period. 
Who else liked this? Oh. Part of our tribe of, of, of And you know what? And then you in New York City. I mean, New York City is literally not close <coughs> to here at all. So. Yeah. But still. You just there. You just. Basing it up, huh? Right. I well, still haven't read it. <laughs> I just. Wait, hold up. Honor to be. Let me not offend nobody. Actually, I'm not going to say that. But the way he even phrased this, like, well, you're so humble. Honor to be joining the esteemed double bass faculty. You are the esteemed. Now, and now it's esteemed. <laughs> right. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> this is literally Finally. Legend. <laughs> you said what? This is literally legend there. Like, his teacher, his teacher teaches Juilliard. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Wait, his teacher still teaches there now? Yeah, he's his stamp partner in the in the Philadelphia or, uh, orchestra, too. He'll be carpooling and turn. Okay, period. Period. Oh. Take it I over. mean, this is the, this is the Lambo can't pick him up that day. Right. You cannot tell me that's not part of the agreement. <laughs> it's not far. Philadelphia to, to New York, and I call it a private plane. So, I mean, only the best. And then also, like, his basing is separate far. Right. So, I'm sure it's all been worked out in his contract. Right. Because it had to be pages. Oh. So we're ready to wrap it up. I mean, there's a there's a plus of other things more to say, but it's like we don't like how could we we couldn't possibly cover. I just it all. don't get how you just you just pop it. Like <laughs> it's like I aspire, but honestly, like I rather aspire to be something less, so I, I can actually get there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the type like like you going to the lesson. And I mean, he's humble, so he wouldn't do this. But he ha- he would have every right to just be like, "So, I'm gonna teach you. Just let you know off the bat, never gonna be as great as me." Um, <laughs> I would, I'd rather you. I'd rather you be like, I, "I need to know." But honestly, if you're studying with him and you go in thinking that you finish surpass him, like you're a fool. All right, just a fool. My teacher would be like, you know, I don't want to create just like uh, carbon copies of me. I'm like, I I, I take would one. take that over what I am now. Okay, <laughs> I, you wouldn't. I could play like Mr. Taylor. If I could be, yeah. <laughs> you kidding? I remember I told you like when I applied to Eastman, the reason the what sold me on because uh, what sold me on Eastman is when I Mr. Taylor had a website. I don't know if it's still back, if it's back up. Like when you open the website, his you it's a recording of him playing. And I'm like, I want to sound like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I applied. I was like, that's what I want to sound like. So now now there's an influx of seven thousand applications just for bass. Right, yeah, but yes. want to sound like that. You talking about me? That's how I feel about this plan too. I'm like, if I could sound like anybody, like, it's just I've I've never I've never heard another another player that sounds like him. Hell, let me. I probably sign up too. You holding me all this way? It's like freaking apply to Juilliard and and uh, don't pick a teacher thing because it's like it's like Carol Rodlin and I'm like I'm gonna make a note like I want to be in <laughs> the base studio, please. Right. So so. Like, what size base is that? Oh, you know, it's a, it's a 164th. Yeah. You never <laughs> see? Oh, it's like real, 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 real rare. It's, it's small enough when you put it on the, and it's just so small, they change the strings around. And yeah, you know. You know. Just one, two, three. Right. So. Just a little. Yeah. yeah just a little variation on the theme. So, and you'd be like, so, like, you could audition and be like, so who, sorry, it wasn't clear on your application. I'm like, right here, him, there, <laughs> Mr. Conrad, that's who the studio I'm going to be in. So, right. So, But he plays bass. Me too. I I too as well <laughs> play bass. I'm playing whatever he plays. So 
So, period. So, paperwork, we got to sign. So, you imagine if I went into an audition playing, uh, playing bass excerpts, like, up two octaves? <laughs> I mean, if it was hell, it would be the same thing. <laughs> it wouldn't. Look at me in my face and tell me it wouldn't. So freaking trifling. Are you kidding me, Katie? It's the same. Th- nah. Okay. First of all, because I don't know. Understand why? Why? Why do everybody go? Oh, yeah. Why? There's nothing else. Like you don't want no. You don't want no. You don't want no. You don't want none of that. You just want. Why we all? We all in this together. Yeah, high school musical. <laughs> wow. Dang, all his students about to be in Philadelphia. That's that's how, that's how like legacy start. Like. All his students would be in Philadelphia Orchestra. Yeah, I mean, his teacher is now he is. Now his teacher, his teacher, like, honestly, like, Joseph Popham, but, like, if I was his teacher, you wouldn't right. tell, <laughs> tell me nothing. If I was Joseph Kanye's teacher, you wouldn't even look at me funny. <laughs> because it's did like. Did you do this? You, well, I mean, he did it. I mean, he like, did you know, it, but he still. did for himself, but still. All right, y'all. Well. So here's the thing. <laughs> we did this 102 times, officially 100 times. We're taking a break, yo. That's just the long and short of it. Like, it's time. We love doing classically black, but Delaney and I decided a couple months ago, like, once we hit 100, we're going to take two weeks off. So it's literally, like I said, like a hundred and like eighty some hours of footage. Go back and listen, relive your favorite moments, and we gonna see y'all two weeks. Yep, in two weeks that'll be the next episode of Classically Black. I think that's gonna be October what twenty October. Yeah, October twenty eighth, or no no September twenty eighth. September. <laughs> September. <laughs> Time is an illusion. September twenty I mean, eighth. No. Was, no. Yeah, September twenty eighth is when we have. That other thing coming out. Um, we got what? I'm, I just be showing up where Delaney told me to show up, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I was gonna take her word for it. Because September, come back October something. Yeah, cause September 28th is a week after this episode drops, and we have that other thing dropping. Sure. When I, I really don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I, I, I honestly have no idea. Well, y'all will see. Oh! <laughs> Not the countless meetings we've had on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but not also not you giving up on me. Because I was just like you when you when I tell you you're gonna be like, Oh my god, how do I remember that? Yeah. But little hours of meetings. Yeah. Like, go off. <laughs> um But yeah, we're gonna be back in two weeks. I know we say we don't we don't take breaks, it's not really in our style, but like honestly, y'all. Yeah, we got a whole a whole episode on taking breaks and haven't taken a break from classical black so we're here we or we're not here um and then yeah just be easy y'all we'll be back (laughs) right we'll uh hit the ground running and we'll take another break at 200 so Uh, yeah that sounds terrible i don't even want to think about it (laughs) (laughs) i don't like that Okay, taking a break every ten episodes. Let's not start. Okay, um, but yeah, thank y'all or whatever, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye, y'all. Are we not doing no outro? 
Ain't that it? Oh, your thing. <laughs> oh, let me move your face though. Why? You know what? Also, let's hope that Delaney starts acting right. Acting right. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. We ain't doing it this week, but if you have a piece of the week or black excellence, send it to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com. And we will talk to y'all in two weeks. Bye, y'all. I'll be there, Zane. Is that how you say that? I was just about to say that because I was going to say Guten Talk, but I was like, that's not how you say goodbye. I literally was going to say Guten Talk, too. And I was <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. tight. <laughs> okay. You know what? Bye. <laughs>